The lady will have a warm glass of shut the hell up. Now you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. For the gentleman, vodka martini, shaken, not. No! Episode 27, Shake It Not Dead. Ian Johnson. People can't see your face on a podcast, Ian. Alex Jutram. Thomas Commons. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Volume 2. Volume 2. Welcome, Shakeners. <laughs> To another episode of Shaken Not Nerd, where we will be reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It's called Volume 2, yes. <laughs> let's kick things off with the most important segment of all Man Talk. I challenge you to a dance off. Man Talk. No trash talk, no backwalk. On the black talk, just me, you. Man Talk. No cat calls, no tag. No mascots right now. Man talk. Can't take it anymore. I just want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You got lucky. <laughs> I did get lucky. <laughs> anyway, lead the, the way. Ma- the manliest talk of all. I'm sure we've been doing a lot because today we went to Supernova. We certainly did. We saw a Supernova. My it, eyes. It burns. <laughs> it's been a very, very long day. Because we have been walking the floor since about, what, 11 a.m.? Yeah, about that. Yeah. 11 a.m. And then we got back. We just set this up, got some drinks, and we're recording. So it's been a very long day. So what we actually did is we recorded an interview of many, many cosplayers and shop owners and randomized shit that <laughs> Dutram and Tom have brought sitting either <laughs> side of me. One's wearing a fucking retarded beanie. And the other one's wearing ridiculous fucking Mythbusters sunglasses and knitted... What the fuck is that? Like It's a Viking hat. It's Viking a medieval hat. Viking hat. Yeah. yeah, but hand-knitted by Nana. <laughs> <laughs> Go get him, Nana! Get old Nana. Yeah, we bought a lot of stupid shit. You bought, a cr- you bought nothing but a crossbow. Um, I bought a crossbow and a Han Solo toy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and a slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and a slice of pizza, yeah. Yes, it's been a good day though. Um, it has been a very been, good day. Definitely yeah. has been. And we got some good footage out of it, so I promise I will eventually edit that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to all of those we got to interview. That was it was great. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, it was a sick day. I'm very happy. I'm sitting down. Yeah. Yes. My yeah. It's my and I'm in the so comfiest bad. chair. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I've got to like creep. Yeah, I tried to lean oh, back, yeah. it would just be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what have you been up to? Who's that directed at? This is an audio forum as Doesn't well. Doesn't matter. Somebody fucking answer it. <laughs> go on, dude. Go. I demand answers. Uh, so I've just had ten days of annual leave. So um, my first or my first order order of business um, <laughs> was I went onto the Xbox Marketplace because they had one of the. It was called a Spring Clean Sale where they just sold a heap of games real cheap, and I bought the Telltale Batman series. Ooh. Start and finished it. 
was awesome. It was really, really good. I'm probably you played the whole thing. The ho- episodes one to five. That's pretty long, oh, isn't well, it? Nice. Uh, it's about maybe two hours an episode. Um, and because I had ten days off, I just fucking sat and played one episode a day, mm. and uh, it was really good. I'm late on the uptake, but like IGN gave some episodes a, a low score, and there weren't many moments where I'm like, I'm I don't bored. think they gave low scores. They gave they gave certain episodes lower scores, and I'm like, there's like well, I think one episode was like maybe a six. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with any of the episodes. Like, there was no point in the in the whole series of the five episodes of the game. I was like, I'm bored. I want to turn it off. I don't understand what's going on. Like, I, I found it really cool because some points you have to choose, like, okay, I need to go confront, uh, like, Two-Face. Do I go as Bruce Wayne and try to appeal to him or do I go as Batman and try and scare him? Oh, that's cool. So, you have like those that. constant moments within the game. Like, okay, Catwoman's about to be attacked, but Harvey Dent's about to get his face caved in. Who do I save? And I was like, well... He's going to become Two-Face either way, even if I run to save him. So, I'm going to save Catwoman. And I got some Putin. Or would he? <laughs> I, I might play it again. Find, <laughs> find out. I uh, am also playing the Telltale... Uh, I've been playing a lot of Telltale. Um, Walking Dead Season 2. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun. I've only done the first episode. And you actually have a mini game where you stitch your arm back together. Oh. And you actually have to like thread it through your arm. It's fucking brutal. Uh, yeah, I tried to play the first season of that, and I was like, "eh." I got over it. What well, didn't interest me? It's a lot of fun. No, I really, I really like the first one. How many seasons are there of it? Uh, they're on season three at the moment. Okay, and yeah. five episodes a season. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. five episodes a season. And uh, I've been playing a lot of Battlefield One, so there've been some videos of me headshotting guys in planes while I'm on the ground. <laughs> I was very proud of myself. Not to toot your own horn. Three sixty no scope. Yeah. <laughs> she. <laughs> your responses when you play online games because you're real bad at them. Footlong is offline. <laughs> Footlong is offline. <laughs> Footlong is offline. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you forget I control the soundboard. Right. Not like this. <laughs> All right, man talk. Uh, Mr. Comments? Uh, yeah, so I have had a fortnight of consuming media, so I decided to go and see Ghost in the Shell. In the shell, I should say. How does one consume in media? Mentally. Hannibal <laughs> <laughs> Lecter. I ate that media, <laughs> media with his fava beans and a nice Chianti. Exactly that. Exactly <laughs> that. Um, yeah, so it, it was an interesting film. Um, I really loved the world and I thought the visuals were really cool, but the pacing was really off, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and they just made some weird decisions, like uh, some of the action scenes and stuff. There's this one point where she's on a bike coming out of a garage and a guard sort of jumps onto the back of it and he just sort of flares on the end for like two seconds and then flies off and then it keeps going. And it's just at a point that was just strange. Um, Mm. There's also a point where uh, Major, so the main character, and I think it's pronounced uh, Bato or Botto, I'll be someone to correct me on that. <laughs> How do you? <laughs> I do the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so he, um, they're in a car driving and then all of a sudden they go, oh, it's a left up here. And because of the action of the scene, he turns right, does a U-turn and then goes back left rather than just turning left in the first part. Sounds like me when I'm trying to direct Ian. Yes. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much what just happened. Left, right? Today. <laughs> Motherfucker. Left. He lost left fucking time. Left. Like, it was enjoyable to a certain extent, and I think if you enjoy the subject matter, you're, you'll enjoy the film. Okay. Yeah, it's but. it's got a lot of mixed reviews. 
Um, that's why I'm really like odd about whether or not it's a good movie because I want to watch it, but like at the same time, it's getting a lot of eh reviews, and that worries me because it's kind of a loved story as well. Yeah. Like a lot of people love the anime and put the mic in your face. Love it? that world. It's close enough. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I still want to see it, and I want to make hold off any judgment, like just for myself. But yeah, it's it's annoying that it's got like such weird pacing and odd elements to it. Because like you said, it's just from the trailer alone. I'm like, this is really pretty. Yeah, like it, it, it's enjoyable, and I actually haven't seen the original Ghost in the Shell, so yeah, I can't compare right. it to that. I did after I saw this go back and watch um, Ghost in the Shell, the new movie, which is they've made three of them, I believe. So this is the most recent, like animated one, which is from 2015, um, and in that one, it doesn't like I was expecting the anime and the styling to be very similar to the movie. It's a bit more bland, a bit more that's uh, and not as vibrant and stuff. So I kind of really like the world that they did with the movie. And without seeing the original film, I'm not sure whether it's an exact yeah. like exact yeah. like for like kind of like thing. Like for like thing. Yeah. Um that being said, that movie was confusing as all hell. <laughs> I would not recommend watching it. I had to go on Reddit. What does this film happen? What happens in this film? I had to get a plot breakdown <laughs> so I could actually understand what the hell Ooh. happened. So Hollywood did it better. It made somewhat sense, <laughs> but that—that's also the Ghost in the Shell. The new movie is a different storyline than the original Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Um, I also saw Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. No. One fucks like Gaston. No one spanks like Gaston. No, but no, right. no so, one takes come in the eyeline quite like Gaston <laughs> because it's extremely exhilarating. That's some stickages. Gaston. Oh, Gaston. <laughs> no ah. one mutes the insufferable. Wow. That one I actually did quite enjoy. Um, I'm not sure. You said you didn't enjoy it, didn't you? Uh, the, I think the only thing I did like about it was Gaston. Um, it was good casting for Gaston, I reckon. I like Steve Buscemi. He was the piano, and then like he realized his teeth were missing because he shoots his teeth as the piano keys as like a gun. Then he has teeth missing. Really? Yeah, that was kind of cool. <laughs> that was cool. That was actually cool. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. And then I guess lastly, I have been. Oh, not lastly. Speaking back onto Telltale, I Telltale. 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 I played episode one of the Guardians and the Galaxy game. And? It was good. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much as I liked um, The Wolf Among Us. I very much did like that game, but it was it was still fun. Um, and the story surprised me. But the only thing that I find with those games is I sit there forever when there's a decision to make. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. There's like a point yeah. where you have to take Gamora or Drax. Drax. I'm just like, I want them both to like me equally. <laughs> um, yeah, I, would, I always struggle with choices in games. I'm like, Argh. and Telltale is the worst because it gives you a fucking timer and it's like, you're going to lose, you're going to lose, you're going to lose, you're going to lose. Yeah, and it's like, this may not affect you now, but it will in the future. I'm yeah. like, no. And, and it pops <laughs> up with... Gamora will remember this. Yeah, see, <laughs> no, no, Gamora! That was the one thing. That did happen a lot in the Batman game that, you know, Alfred will remember this, Oswald will remember this, so on and so forth, but they never brought it up again. That happened a lot in the Batman series and they never really brought it up. 
Oh really? Well, yeah, uh, yeah. maybe it, it maybe it affects things in terms of the plot that like you don't realize. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I know the Wolf Among Us one. I'm pretty sure it definitely did. Yeah, that. Did. And also the original Walking. Because you had to like continue con- the conversation from later on, and had to remember what you said earlier in the but Wolf yeah. Among Us. Yeah, so we'll have to see with this one to see what those choices actually do because mm. I will. I am intending to keep playing it. Like it was enjoyable <clears throat> enough to do it. The soundtrack was good. Oh, cool. Not as good. As the film, in but my of opinion, course, yeah, that's that's. Um, but it it, try, no, it did try and capture that same sort of vibe about the soundtrack, so it was mm-hmm. it was pretty good. Um, and then lastly, we've been watching a t or have watched a TV show that's come onto Netflix in the last two or three weeks called Moon Boy. Would very much recommend watching it. It is an Irish comedy that it, uh, co-stars um, David O'Dowd. So. From IT, IT, IT crowd, yeah. IT crowd, yeah. Where he plays the imaginary friend of like a, I think he's like twelve or thirteen year old boy, and it is absolutely hilarious. Would highly recommend everybody. Sounds a bit it. like Wilfred. Um, I, dog. I actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, how, how it's you've, have you seen Wilfred? No, I haven't seen it. It's essentially like a guy wakes up one day, like because the original series is Australian. And the guy wakes up one day after getting like really drunk or really high or does a fuckload of drugs or something, and wakes up and sees. Like, he's got this really hot neighbor and they've got a dog and she's got a dog. And then, like, the next day she wakes up and it's just a guy in a suit. Like, it's just a guy dressed as a dog with a, with a fucking painted nose. And then, like, he can hear the dog talk. The dog's like, let's put, let's put his hand in warm water. And he pisses himself and beat the shit out of him with rocks. And she's like, he's so cute, isn't he? And she goes, fuck yeah, I'm cute. And she sees him as a dog, but the guy's fucked on drugs and it's fucked his brain that he sees him as a guy in a, in a fucking dog suit the entire series. It's awesome. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's, with Elijah, a, that's Elijah Wood, yeah? That's Elijah Wood American. did the US version, yeah. Oh, the US version. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good show. Okay. It's fucking funny. And how about you, Ian? Yeah, Ian, how about you? I already, well, I already went. I no, went to didn't. Supernova. That, that was all that of us. That was a group count. effort. Oh, yes. Um, you interviewed a fucking Muppet and a mascot. We interviewed stores Spo- and Spoilers? Spo- <laughs> How dare you. Oh, well. How dare you spoil this, you spoiling spoiler. My favourite thing from Supernova, though, is this bad boy right here, this crossbow. Um, I highly recommend everybody go and check out the YouTube clip of this podcast because I, like I've already said, I'm sitting between two Muppets, as you like to say, Muppets. Uh, one of which is wearing a retired man's beanie, and the other one, you know what? Someone is, is going wearing to see this, a podcast. Someone uh, is going to see this beanie, and they're going to go, "That's the Firefly beanie." So let me just test out this bad boy. And, and what, do you remember? Do not what, fire it at fucking my hot toy. Do you remember what type of crossbow it was? Uh, Chinese crossbow. It's it's like a pump action-y kind of thing going on. <laughs> It's um, my hot toy. I'm going to shoot what, what, it right at the camera and let's see what happens. Oh, this could end badly. Oh. All right, everybody. He is, oh, he's pulling it back. He's pulling it back. And he fires. And he's he's lost lost it. Oh, nearly. <laughs> but yeah, it was so much fun. It was a good part. Uh, you got to try again, are you? No, I won't. I bet not. Just in case I do shoot. You'll pick it up later and you'll fucking hit something. Yeah, up. yeah. Later on when I start getting really annoyed about things. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a really good day. It was a good day. I had your spinny thing. Tom bought one of those fucking... Oh, yeah, he fucking loved what, it. What was the name of it? What was it? Hands? Do I still have thing. the box uh, in my pocket? Fidget. Uh, fidget oh, somewhere? I do. It's like a fidget. Yeah, it's a fidget. It's, a fidget. it's the fidget thing. Everyone's seen these things on I'll fucking put it, I hid it from they're, you. I can't remember they're, why they're I put They're all it. over Facebook. They're the things that you put in between your fingers and you just... Yeah, you, you flick it around and it just spins. They're so funny. It's just like funny, a, fun. one of those washer things and just spins around. doesn't matter. 
I put it somewhere. Yes. And I've been annoying these two all day with it. Yes, you have. You've been like this. Now, you also have to explain. You did also buy those glasses you're wearing. <laughs> you're I don't wearing know what you're <laughs> What glasses? You look like a salt bay. I, I look fabulous. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Trust me. Are all your ready? listeners, go to YouTube. Yeah. Yes. I, you, you need to need go to, to YouTube, YouTube for this one. All right. Are we ready for the news? We are ready for the news. Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor... Ian Johnson. News. News is what we have. Shall we thick kick? Shall we thick things off? Click click. (laughs) Click thick things off. With Mr. Johnson can go first. All right, I'll go first with the gaming news. Here's some big gaming news this fortnight. (laughs) Uh, Are we? I was going to say preemptive. We are not talking any of the Star Wars news. No. Yes, there has been a lot of Star Wars news with Star Wars Celebration, but we're keeping that for uh, next week. We have a very special Star Wars only episode, and that's all we're going to say on that. That's all we're going to say. I'm looking at you, Doodrum. That is all we're going to (laughs) say on that, just in case. That's all we're going to (laughs) say. Why? What's happening? All right. Gaming news. Um, StarCraft Brood War is now free. Starcraft and Starcraft Brood War in. Oh, and? and oh, both of them. Right, yeah, yeah. So the original ones, uh, we've just seen uh, in our last podcast, we were talking about the that remastered. Yeah, of remastered. Um, so now Brood War and the original Starcraft are actually now free, downloadable via Blizzard, which is cool. And I'll probably actually look into doing that, but we'll see how it goes. I'm, I, I, it's interesting to me that they've done that, considering it's a remastered one and it just... To me, it only looks a little bit more pretty than it mm. was. It's not as good looking as StarCraft 2. It's kind of in yeah, between. Yeah, it's not. It's not as anywhere near the level of StarCraft 2. So me It's like it, slightly rounder and... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, still got weird yeah, textures like, and colours, like the old school. Exactly. And for me personally, I, I sort of say, all right, so the originals are free. Why, why would I buy this now? Yeah, weird. But... Yeah, I'm so, I, I, mean, I'm and I think the original ones would still be popular, wouldn't they? I'm guessing everyone's still um, I mean, playing on these original ones because you've got all the hardcore. But I feel like they're probably... That was, more, that was more mainly Korea and stuff, and I feel like there was... More so, a, there was a shift happening towards StarCraft 2. I haven't been in the StarCraft scene for probably five or six years now. I was very much into it and knew and watched all the Korean players and stuff. So, I don't know what that's the current my, That's is. my other worry. If all the Korean people are playing these older ones that are, like, free, is it worth getting it just to get online raped? <laughs> just like, oh, I can't wait to play uh, this. It's free. And then you play online you just get demolished by uh, this online, Korean. Online what, sorry? Wrapped? Thank you. Yeah, wrapped. Wrapped online. I'm going to get wrapped. Anyway, next piece of news in terms of gaming, the, as we've already touched on, the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale series. Yes. So, Tom, yeah. should we get it? Because I was looking at it and I was like, oh, this is tempting. Um, yes, I let's, would say let's, so. let's assume you've enjoyed The Wolf Among Us. Or enjoyed the movies. The Guardians movies. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd, I would definitely say so because I think it's different enough from the movies and similar enough to sort of get people who like the movies into it. It's got a soundtrack as well that's very much like the movies. Um, I might, I might a- get it just for the soundtrack because I fucking love the soundtracks of the Guardians movies. Would you know this? Like yes. as, as I warned before, it's not as good. 
it is still decent. And there's there's a good dynamic between members of the team and stuff. And it's just, and it also is a good way, especially when you're talking Marvel and you're going into comic book territory. Uh, um, it introduces other characters and stuff into that sort of storyline which could be characters that maybe you want to be interested in that will appear in future films and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. So it's other like that sort of dynamic to it. So what's I probably the, uh, would Sorry, what's the voice acting like though? Because I feel like I'm really used to the actors and the way they sound and the way they are in the movies because I haven't read the comics. The already. only one I have an issue with is I'm not a huge fan of Drax. Okay. The voice actor I'm not a big fan of the voicing for Drax, but I mean we'll see. If that gets any better, could get better. It is, but the rest of them, I I was fine with. Really. Well, that's good that at least, like, I'm assuming the main character you play is a Star Lord slash. You actually switch between them. Oh, okay. oh cool. Yeah, so when you, when you're doing like a quick time event, um, and you've got like, so there's oh, no spoilers in it for any of you, but if you've got like a guy who you're fighting, if all of you are there you actually switch between them and do a quick time event for all of them and you go around That's in like cool. a circle That's very around cool. the room. That's a good idea, actually, because it, then it makes you feel like there's a point to having multiple people yeah. you, like, achieve the goal of being at the fire. Because so, so far, at least, I've only been Star-Lord when I've been walking around talking to people, but in the fights, it's been everybody. Yeah, okay. so it makes you want to get everything, get all your back of house questions and everything correct so that you can get everybody at the fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. that that's mm. actually a good incentive. I like that. So there's mm. kind of a payoff there. Yeah, definitely. I'm actually tempted to go get that now. When I say go get that, I mean sit on my couch and download it like a fat <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, all right, next piece of news. Call of Duty World War Two slash uh, Battlefield. Battlefield ripoff. Yeah. So last year we had uh, EA release Battlefield 1, which was Battlefield World War 1. Uh, I recently bought that. It is actually I expected it to be a bit eh, but it's actually a lot of fun, and it's very popular actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's really, it's also like you know how you Call of Duty games, you can just pick up a gun and you can just start shooting straight away. Bow, you can pick bow, up bow. a sniper rifle and just go bang and shoot someone on the other side of the map. It's fine. But the Battlefield <laughs> games, it's like no, you need to adjust your sniper rifle for the fucking distance they're at. So you need to, like, pull out your binoculars, see how far they are. They're 300 metres away. Adjust your sniper, line it up and shoot. You can't just fucking run and gun everything. It's really fun. So Battlefield 1 was awesome. Last year's Call of Duty game was apparently really shit. So this year's one is going to be a rip-off of... Rip-off. World War 2. Well, with- World War 2 and World War 1 are quite different, I suppose. So in that sense... Even in the trailer, like I'm, I'm not sure if you guys have watched the trailer for it or yeah, not. Yeah, it looks very, um, looks very much like a movie, which a lot of Call of Duty games are moving towards now. Yeah, yeah. like originally they seemed like the new the since like Modern Warfare forward. I'm talking about the Call of Duties because that's when they really kicked off into a next level. Yeah, they, that's when everyone loved it. They they were like real games and they were mm. like really popular and they emphasized obviously the multiplayer and everything. But for some reason they they seem to be like very much advertising their campaign, which I don't really understand. Like, we've had Kevin Spacey and... We've had Kevin Spacey, we've had Ice Cube. Well, yeah, you've had some big-name people. This one's got Josh Dumal. I don't get it, though. Like, your main thing is multiplayer online. Why... But like, like, why are they know, person- pumping up the campaign Personally, so um, like, the campaign for, what was it, Call of Duty 4? Yeah, like, Call of Duty 4 yeah, in general, true. I loved that game. 
and the single player for that was really good. I really enjoyed it. Like the the one um, mission where you're going in a ghillie suit and you're like crawling through and you need to stop when people are walking past. No Russia. That's a diff- different game. No Russia. Oh no, Russia's World War Two. No Russian was uh, the controversial one, which also was oh, yeah. highly controversial. But I thought that was awesome. Like that was an awesome segment, but just because it, that had like pacing of that and walking through this airport and you knew what was going to happen. Oh yeah. Um, and that's, I reckon, the reason why they have focused on their single-player stuff. Because when they have done it right, they have done it so right. Yeah, true. That's, but they've just but been, they haven't had it right for a while. And that's why I'm surprised they still get such big-name people. But I guess they make so much money that they can afford big-name people. I'm not sure if it's that big-name people want to be in it or whether or not they can afford big-name yeah, people. Because I still know people who will just buy Call of Duty aimlessly. Like, yeah, it yeah, seems. Release after release anymore. will always buy it no matter what. I personally don't really play first-person shooters anymore, but I would have caught, picked Call of Duty over Battlefield because... Just because of the name, yeah, and what it's worth? No, more so that I like the way that Call of Duty works where you actually can be a one-man team. Like, yeah, if you're true. in a team and everybody else in your team is useless, you can run through and you can be awesome and destroy the other team. Battlefield, for me, is more of a tactical game yeah, where yeah, you yeah. actually have to work as a team. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is where the difference And is. that's a good and bad thing. Yeah. Because if you have a shit team, you're fucked. Depends you know? what type Even of, if you're amazing. Depends what type of game you like. A lot of the, the, the people who preferred the Call of Duty 4s didn't like the most recent ones because uh, you have Titanfall, which everyone was loving Titanfall. So mm. one of the next Call of Duty games they brought out, the Jump Pack. Yeah, true. And then everyone was hating the Jump Pack in Call of Duty because it doesn't work for Call of Duty, but it works for Titanfall. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, which is weird that they ripped off Titanfall and now they're ripping off Battlefield in a sense. I guess mm. it is. They did have World of War. They did have World of War because Treyarch does the World of War games or yeah. did World of War after uh, Call of Duty 4. <clears throat> and that was you shot someone point blank with a shotgun, they went into pieces and there was legs and ri- yeah. ribs and but shit. But Call of Duty <laughs> used to be an old school World War 1, World War 2 shooter. Yes. Yeah. Same with, yes. and at that point in time, it wasn't battling Battlefield, it was battling Medal of Honor. I don't yes. know if you guys remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was actually on Medal of Honor side. I miss Medal of Honor. I'm just going to say it. I miss Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor Airborne. Bring me back some fucking Medal of Honor. I just find it really interesting because I never put that together how much of a bandwagoner that the Call of Duty has become. Titanfall, then Advanced Warfare. Yeah. And now World War One, and now World War Two. Yeah. They're just, they're just copying, copying whatever's popular. There's no Battlefield for this Which year is, as well. Isn't there? Mm. Okay. I just find it strange that they're doing that though because it's it seems like Call of Duty is the the, the bar that everyone tries to reach. So if you were the bar that everyone's trying to reach, you'd be you should be dictating the terms of what the gaming market does. Why would you be copying? Someone at the head of the game should be innovating this. Yeah, exactly. They shouldn't be following somebody. They shouldn't else. be following everybody else. It just seems like they they want to mm. lose. It mm. seems silly being on the back foot. Either way, let's move on. Dead Space 2 and 3 is now Bakawas compatible. Dead Space 2 is scary as fuck. I remember those, those dinosaur ones that like would poke their heads around the corner, then ram at you and charge you. Do you remember them when we play, played Dead Space 2? Yes. Tom? Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember? <laughs> no, I don't yeah. remember. They, were like, they looked like dinosaurs. Yes. They were like a... And like rip, pulled their head around the corner and you get oh shit. And then you just hear a scream and they like run at you and headbutt you. Jesus. Do remember them? That was my exact reaction. <laughs> Like, uh, Dead Space 2 is very down scary. Down to the laser Dead Space... beam and the explosion. <laughs> and... Dead Space 2 was a continuation of Dead Space 1 with the themes. Dead Space 3 was a very sort of had a very Gears of War theme to it. It was very shootery rather than. I really horror. liked Dead Space 1. Never finished it. 
But I really liked it. You little bitch. And then I borrowed whichever one was in the snow. Which one's in the snow? Three. Three? I borrowed three from you. Which I still liked, but it wasn't the same. The the end of Dead Space 3 was that the the relic, I think it was called the relic or whatever it was Mm. called, had come to Earth and Earth was fucked. Yeah. Dead Space 1 has that claustrophobia. I don't remember which one it was. It was one of them that I did play through most of them. Um, I'm not sure. I think I owned one, two, and three, but didn't actually finish any of them. Um, But there was one where I was really into it, really keen on it, but I got to this point where I just didn't have enough ammo or enough, Uh, and I had fucked myself. And I was in like it was. I think it was like a basketball court, and all these little little ones that like crawl after you. You know the baby ones, Mm. and they just kept coming after me. And I'm like, I don't have any ammo. I tried to beat the section like six times. Couldn't do it. Can't do it because you don't have any. And I was like, well, I'm like. So many hours in, and I haven't had ammo for the last two hours. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, fuck this game. <laughs> you need to find one of those little wally guys that give you shit. Oh, I love the break boxes. Wally guys. You know wally guys. Wally. Wally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both love the same thing. All right, Injustice 2, Joker and Darkseid are being whoop, whoop. revealed. So I'm uh, very, very much looking forward to... In Justice 2, I have pre-ordered the Ultimate Super Duper Mega... Super Awesome Mega Man Pack! <laughs> the, the $170 edition, I've already pre-ordered it. Really? Yeah. $170 one? Yeah. $170? What? Yeah. It's essentially, it'll be the Game of the Year edition. It comes with all of the new released nine characters that come out. New skin shaders, etc., etc. How do you... It's a trap! You really need to update that soundboard. Now! Uh, Season pass? Yes, please. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm always like that with the games I love. But, uh, yeah, so they introduced Darkseid, and Darkseid will be a character that if we were playing uh, the fighting game in Justice 2, Ian would choose Darkseid solely for the fact of he looks like he's the biggest fucking cheat. Because yes. his main weapon <laughs> is the Omega Beams, which are like lasers that go, but instead of coming straight at you, they, they can move around and come at different angles. So if I'm blocking from the front... It can come at you, go over me, and hit me in the back, which means I'm not blocking from the back. Fuck that. So if you turn around and try to jump, it can go brr and That's come someone and you would play as. New. No. I already know my main guy. But no. <laughs> you. It goes up and around, or if you try and jump and move out of the way, it follows you to hit you. It's. It looked like the biggest cheat. In fighting games, I was always that guy that just did leg kicks and just kept doing <laughs> leg kicks, so you're yep. just like, ow. Ow, ow, and you just couldn't, and you just like, I play the long haul. Yeah, I'm just like, I, leg I, kicking for half an hour. I did that. Kill your enemy by taking out their ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Death by ankle tap. It's also the weird thing as well. So they've done the character design for Darkseid, and rather than being a big sort of bulky looking character, the is he's got a bit of a physicality of, say, Superman, like big upper body, tiny legs. Yeah, because Darkseid was always a tanky kind of guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was massive. Yeah, yeah he was huge. Um, and with the Joker, it looks... It, isn't but like the costume he's wearing and the costumes can change and you can equip new costumes and stuff for this game but his base costume looks a little bit like jared leto okay. uh so it's changed in a lot relation to justice one then yeah so he's wearing pants but he's wearing no shirt and he's got looks like he has tattoos or he's written shit on his chest in blood and he's okay. wearing a purple trench coat and he's got i think he's got the smiling the yeah. smile tattoo on the back of his hands and like he's got longer hair so and stuff. similar kind of vein and, yeah, because yeah. Injustice 2 just keeps revealing more and more stuff, so we'll wait yeah. and see. When's and you that can constantly out? change. Uh, 17th of May. That's pretty soon, actually. I'm looking forward to Some it. Some might say next month. Some All right, next piece forward. of news. Nintendo 2DS XL. Woo! 
Try to say that fast three times. Nintendo 3DS, 3 No, fuck it. You can't do it. It's just too long. A lot of people are raging about this, and um, <clears throat> I'm going to agree, because <laughs> that's stupid as shit. I thought you mean raging like people are supporting it. No, raging as in people are angry about it, because it's just silly. Why are they angry? Um, apparently, this just, is... Just don't buy it. Some Yeah, true. Just don't buy it. Just don't buy it. Just don't look. I don't... Just understand. don't look. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I yeah, I don't understand don't Nintendo at the moment. I'm just going to say it. I don't get it. I don't understand what they're trying to achieve. Because they've brought out the Switch. They're like, portable, yeah! And then they just keep bringing out 3DS, 2DS, which is essentially... This I knocked the table. Stop breaking things. Which is essentially the same kind of thing. When 2DS first came out, everyone was like, that's fucking stupid. You can just turn the 3DS... Off. I think it was because d- it was 3D on the 3DS. It was like 200 off. bucks, and it's for people who want to play 3DS games. But people but you can turn the. Th- but people yeah, but, uh, yeah that, that was the thing because it was cheaper because you didn't need to build that 3D yeah, yeah. technology into it. Yeah, true, but it wasn't that much cheaper. It's just like I don't know. Another thing, either way, another thing Nintendo's done as well because they are going a bit crazy as well. Um, they've stopped production on the remakes of the Super Nintendos. Because, you know, they're selling out everywhere, so they've, they've no, stopped making No, the Nintendo, Nintendo Mini you're thinking of. Yeah, uh, the that. NES. Mini NES, thank you. Whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Um, they've stopped uh, making They're they bringing out a Super NES. Money. Like, people who have actually bought them and are now selling them online are selling them for yeah. decent amounts of money now. That was happening anyway, even when they were still making it. Because well, they they bought them out in such minuscule doses that everybody wanted one. Well, that's... Um, so, EB Games... Uh, Local Australian? Uh, you got GameSpot in the US. They're essentially there. Yeah, I think they're the yeah, same yeah. company well, as GameSpot. Well, they essentially, I'm pretty sure their website went down twice or three times because yeah. they did two releases of them and from the amount of people flooding to try and buy them from offline, mm-hmm. uh, online, just took their sites down. Which is fair. I, I wanted one. I never got one, but I want. But apparently they're bringing out a Super Nintendo one as well. I want a Nintendo 64 In one. December. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. That oh. might be a little bit longer. Which one? So 64. 64. I Gold think Knight that's again. still a ways off. Yeah, you see, I wouldn't buy that because I have a 64. So. Yeah. Well, I have a Super Nintendo, so I'm not going to buy that one either. Might buy that one. Anyway. Moving right along. Last piece of right news along. in terms of gaming. Outlast 2 is now out. It's out now. Now out. Out, out. Now, now. Friend of the show. Now, now, now. Friend When's of the- it out? Now. Now. Out. Now, out. Now's it what? Outs nows. <laughs> Friend of the show, Zach Parsons, is uh, playing it right now, Snapchatting us, and he's being stalked by women in the bushes, and he's getting scared. I think, he twi- I think he twitches it as well. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Oh, check him out, guys. We'll put his link somewhere. <laughs> Dishman will put his link somewhere. Uh, <laughs> all righty, then. Moving right along, Mr. Commons, would you like to go with TV before I go into newbies? All right, let's go into TV. So, first up, we have the Krypton trailer. Have either of you seen this? I think I saw it for a brief no. brief moment. So, the, there has been a teaser and a full trailer. For some reason, I have tried to show other people this trailer and it has taken been... Down. Was it leaked, was it? Uh, I don't know if it was leaked, but it was out and then it was pulled out. Okay, I wonder why, because I literally, I went on YouTube to show people this trailer, and nowhere. Mm. Couldn't find it anywhere, and I was just like, what is going on here? Um, so, how but, long was it out before it got taken down, you reckon? No idea, because I saw it on Facebook, I saw a note about it, and I was like, yeah. oh, I'll watch that later, and then I went to go look it up, 
um, and I couldn't find it. But then I uh, there's a YouTuber who I watch occasionally called Emergency Awesome, and on his videos he has the YouTube. Uh, he has the trailer had, at yeah. the start, so I had to watch it through watching Damn. his video. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know why they've taken it down. Weird. I wonder if they'll make him take his shit down. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's just odd, odd because I would have figured they just would have like fed it through mm. um, YouTube and told them to take down anything that has There's this obviously, content. Yeah, something they didn't want to reveal or they weren't happy about something about it. But yeah, yeah. So who, who knows? Um so it, it did look interesting. So first line of it sort of went in and had um, Kalel, my future grandson. So it's focusing on uh, Superman's grandfather, which is Segel, I believe. S e y g. I turned my resident nerd. <laughs> Come on, duty. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. All right. L. L. It's got an L at the end, right? But yeah, so the whole impression of the trailer seems to me to make it seem like it's about a revolution on Krypton and it's focusing on Superman's grandfather and what he's doing on Krypton. However, like I did some background research into that actual character and yeah. in um, what I've read there, he it's a completely different character to what Superman's grandfather actually is. Mm. Like... Superman's grandfather in the comic books, I don't remember what um, universe or what um, version of it it was, um, but he did not seem like a nice man and was sort of ashamed of Jarrell. Despite Jarrell being smart and stuff, he wasn't proud of him because he didn't respect Krypton's history and all that sort of thing. Well, he was, yeah, he was known as kind of like a outlandery kind of guy i believe from my very limited knowledge Jor-El. Mm. yeah sorry yeah Jor-El will seem crazy because it was like krypton's exploding they're like no it's not yeah but many versions of it's krypton's exploded this is uh attached to the movie verse yes because in the actual trailer okay. you see that he's got the um you know the key that's got the superman logo on it the command key and it's that exact one like, it looks exactly like it. So, it's yeah. obviously oh, it's linked directly prop. into the movies, which is interesting because I don't think... Has DC done no. that yet? No. no. So, this is the first this, TV there's, series. There's, there's the DCEU and there's the CW universe. Yeah. So, this is the first one. So, that's, that's obviously why they made it the grandfather then and not the father because Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not cheap. Exactly. So, it, it looks like they're being liberal with the subject matter and this yeah. is going to be very different than what I've seen, what's in comics, at least according to what I could see for this character. Mm. It's just so hard to take you seriously, though, Sonny, isn't that, Beanie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to look. I can't see your eyeballs. I look amazing, don't I? Yeah, you do. You're so fancy. No worry. We'll, 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 you already know. We'll give you a picture, everyone. It's like you're in the fast lane. Get out. in the fast lane. Get out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I picked up on that reference. Yeah, I'm glad someone did. <laughs> I did not. Uh, all right. Uh, next, we had Marvel Cloak and Dagger trailer. So, any of you seen this one? No, I haven't seen this. I one. know very little on Cloak and Dagger. I think one of them can teleport and one of them goes invisible, if I'm not mistaken. I could be very wrong. I don't know much on them. Um, I'm not sure about that element of it. Um, so, from what, what I've looked into, so you have Cloak, who is essentially darkness. I believe that's what it is. And he's got he, he wears a cloak. And then you've got Dagger, who has a dagger of light that sort of it sort of from the trailer sort of looks like the crystals in um 
Superman's Fortress of Solitude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back in the old Superman yeah. movies. Yeah. White, cleary, kind of White sort of shiny. Yeah. So right. It actually looks quite good. Is it a Netflix? Like a Daredevil? Uh, no, it's not like Netflix, I don't believe. Okay. I think it's... I can't remember. One of these was sci-fi. I don't remember whether it was Krypton or whether it was... Sci-fi Krypton. Sci-fi Krypton? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm not actually sure... Who's who, what production companies this is? Yeah, but um, yeah, it actually looks really good. It looks a bit teen dramery because they're the characters are what like they look about 16, 17. Okay, um, yeah, that puts me off a bit. <laughs> the main question is, is it better than Iron Fist? Does the trailer look better than Iron Fist? The trailer does, yes. I'm Danny Rand, I'm Danny, Rand. I'm a chicken, Marge. I'm a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll just stretch that out for an entire episode. Hang on, I've got a sound clip for that, I swear. All right, come on, give it a second. Do you smell that? Smell what? Do you smell it? That is one big pile of shit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, next up we have 13 Reasons Why. Has anybody watched this? I watched, I think, like the last... Or like maybe two episodes towards the end of the season. I didn't actually watch the last episode and it was dark as fuck. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about. The controversy that has come about due to that show. Yeah, there's a lot of controversy. I, I did watch the special after it. There's like a special... I don't know how long exactly it goes for, but there is like an extra thing after the whole series finishes and it's the directors and the cast talking about the, the what what their intent, the elements, what yeah. their intent was for filming this. Yeah. And it's really good. Well, uh, there's, yeah, there's a lot of mixed feelings about the show in terms of uh, should yeah. people in school be watching it or should they not? Like, a lot of people well, are saying, like, yeah, this should be shown in schools all around the world. And a lot of people are like, no. <laughs> well, some people are saying that it's a really poor representation of mental illness. That's what I've heard. And some people are saying, oh, no, it's really good. It's really interesting. It's teaching people not to treat people in this way. I personally find the whole concept of the show quite morbid. For people who don't know, essentially 13 Reasons Why is it's 13 tapes as to why a girl committed suicide Mm. and it goes to 13 different people and those tapes are passed from one person to the next person to the next person and the show focuses on, I think he's uh, like the ninth or tenth person and he's listening to the tapes one each episode. Um and yeah, I I find that quite morbid and disturbing. Yeah, it's a very mm, um, sensitive subject matter. Put it that way. Um, in some elements, I I don't mind it. But someone put it to me really interesting. They said it's it's really strange because all the things that she points out and all the things that are so bad are things that um, basically any a lot of people did in high school or do in high school. Um, the, I, I know there's probably very different spectrums of it because I've already know of, of a particular scene. I'm like, well, not everybody did that, <laughs> but there are a lot of things apparently that happen in it that are like, hey, I did that. Like, that's a lot of people do those kinds of things. A lot of people get drunk and do drugs and do a lot of stupid shit in high school, and they don't really think about the consequences, and that's. The kind of element of people going, yeah, this is really good. People should see this because they should see, you know, what people think is the norm and the effects that it has. But then at the same time, you've got, a, yeah, some very strange uh, perception of mental illness. And, yeah, particularly 
following the central uh, character who's sorry I shouldn't say central character but the character who's committed suicide and like hmm. how she's portrayed is very controversial sketchy I'm not I don't believe it's a, yeah like that, I'd be, that I'd be curious because I, I, I haven't actually watched it I've just read things about it mainly um, but I'd be curious to read the book Oh, is it based read, of, yeah, I didn't even know it's, it's, based, it's a based off a book. So I'd be curious to either read the book or see reviews on the book to see whether they think the book has the same issues or whether it's just the TV adaption that has caused this controversy and people to think of it that way. Books, yeah. Books don't tend to... I don't know. I think it's weird with books because people kind of distort their reality a bit more because this is such a, like, it's trying to be realistic and, like, dark, grungy kind of, like, yeah, this is what's happening. It's realistic that it's a lot harder for people to deal with when things aren't 100% correct. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Hmm. All right. So we have next... X-Files. New season. <laughs> Agent Scala. Take it away, Ian. Um, X-Files is about a particular file in a cabinet called X. Um, <laughs> Racer X from Street. <laughs> street Racer. Street Racer? Yeah. What was it called? Sure. What was that show called with... Professor X? Yeah. Project X. X (laughs) X-Men. Anything with X in it. There's a lot of X's. Dialects for sex. (laughs) What the fuck I think that that was a comedy movie or something. Was it? Oh, okay. Someone talk about (laughs) (laughs) X-Files. Yes. Um, I never watched it. My parents watched it. I've spoken about that in the show before. But yeah, when I used to go to sleep, it haunted my dreams. I've seen bits of the recent telly movie that they did what was it like 10 episodes or something that actually might not even mean 10 no, episodes I've I think it was like it. 4 or something I know the Simpsons special <clears throat> I bring you love <laughs> that's all I know Mr. Burns oh it's Mr. Burns do it do it yes X-Files is coming back um, I haven't seen it I do need to get on it people are like how can you be a nerd it. not know X-Files I'm like it was kind of before our time very much before our time because we're I don't want to say young, but we miss, we're young we to some out. people, but we feel yeah. old. <laughs> well, we're young for X Files. X Files started when we were very young. Yeah, totally. I There's no way we could have watched it from original TV settings, so it's hard. Is it going to be on Netflix? The new series, or what? What is it on? What platform? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not. I think it'll sure. probably be like a Fox Hell probably thing. Cause yeah, it wouldn't I think surprise it's like my me. Fox. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me then if it's Fox and yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah, I can't really speak on X Files that much. I don't know much about it. It'd be interesting to see whether or not they make it that you have to know what's happened in all the other seasons, mm. because that's a surefire way to put people off watching it. Yeah, it'll actually, yeah, I wonder what they'll do because I would probably actually give it a view of it on mm. Netflix. Yeah, if sure. it was like a you don't have to know what else has happened kind of thing. Yeah, then I would actually watch it. I actually think I would yeah, watch it. But then again, Exiles has such a cult following that everyone, there's so much audience that have seen all the others that they could just keep following it and be like, well, bad luck. <laughs> yeah, bad luck. Because <laughs> right, they're still going to get enough viewers. <laughs> Lastly, Teen Titans TV series has been announced. Who's excited? Nightwing, yay! It's <laughs> <laughs> Robin slash Nightwing. But Beast Boy is going to be confirmed, isn't it? I know that much. Well, that's the thing that's interesting because I saw the... I, I know Teen Titans go... <laughs> Get the fuck out. 
We should just have a tally of how many times Dukum tells us to get the fuck out. Just, no, just two, eight. Two for you today. Oh, just I'm eight. on zero it's this always time. Me. Um, yeah, so, well, the thing that I'm finding interesting about this, if they're doing Teen Titan, and they've just released, so D- DC, yeah? So they've just released the Krypton, which is said is which is, is related DC, yeah. is related to the film universe. Yeah, and then they've announced this. So is this another CW one, or do, do you know who's bringing this out? Uh, I don't know who's doing Teen Titans. To be honest, um, if you did it as a, I don't think you could necessarily do it as a DCEU because you can't have the big events that unfold in Man of Steel and then the semi. Well, pretty big events that involve in Batman vs Superman. It's like where yeah. are the Teen Titans? Yeah. Well, that's yeah, the true. thing. The um, and you have to have Superboy. Your some iterations you have Superboy in Teen Titans. You can't really have Superboy's been around for years, but who's Superman? You know, you can't have Aqualad because Aquaman is being introduced in Justice League. So I don't think it will be DCU. Could be CW because you do have some of the. You could use, it wouldn't surprise. I think it would fit in with you the could CW use, um, kind of stuff. Uh, Willa Holland, who is yeah, Stephen yeah. Amell's sister in the show as uh, Speedy, if you wanted to. Or you could use uh, Roy Harper. Um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it linked in with those shows. And they have made, I think they have made references to Nightwing in Arrow. So you could do it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I reckon it's going to link into those more so than the movies. That would that would not surprise me. Tom's it would trying, just make yeah. more sense. Tom's trying to find uh, out. Yeah, so from the looks of this, so it is being executive produced by DCCW producer Greg. CW, yeah. Yeah, so CW. Yep. So, yeah, so, yeah, so very much can... could be related. So oh, because you do have Kid so Flash what? in the Flash. But it, I don't know. So you'll have to throw me through this because, like I said, I've only seen Teen Titans Go, and that's a cartoon. Which characters are actually going to be in the live action ones? Your, your main roster for the Teen Titans is... Because it does change. It changes, it? Yeah. but you generally, like, with the animated series Teen Titans and Young Justice, which is pretty much Teen Titans, you have a Robin. So I'm hoping that's Dick Grayson. Uh, you have Beast Boy, who's a character who can is an animorph. Uh, <laughs> okay. He's he an animorph. He's Sean Ashmore. Okay. Um, <laughs> you've got Cyborg. Cyborg is one of the members of the Teen Titans. He's recently in the... Well, not recently, but in the comic books, he actually is now Justice League. That's why he's in the Justice League movies. Uh, you have Raven. So, she's from Teen Titans Go. She That's is... a Raven. You're going for a three here. <laughs> uh, and... It's the future I can see. <laughs> Tom, you... Oh, you tell him to get the fuck out. <laughs> Tom, you tell are... him to get the fuck out. Tom, you're in thin eyes. <laughs> Uh, it was a funny. Eyes. It was a funny show. <laughs> uh, you also, but in Young Justice, you also had the Flash, Kid Flash, and Kid, Kid Flash is in Flash season three. So you're saying like uh, Will Holland from Arrow what, and Wonder stuff. Girl? Yep. Do they cross over? Or are they part of Teen Titan? In Young Justice, there is the uh, Red Arrow or Speedy or whatever you want to call it in uh, Young Justice, which is sort of a like adults can watch Young Justice, like they get all the, yeah. the references. Um, so. They could easily do that with that, yeah. Okay. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's CW, then it's going it, to, you know, what they do. It's going to be crossover central, so. Um, yeah. And you can put Supergirl in there as well, because Supergirl is a young character in the CW universe. Yeah, definitely. All right, so that's the end of the TV that I have. Well, I have one piece of comic book news, and then I have movie news. And legit comic news, not comic book movie news, is Marvel looks like, it looks like Marvel are going to do a redo. A redo. A 
rebirth, like how DC yeah. have had the rebirth series and the new Fifty Two series. Oh, it's okay. like Marvel's going to do yeah. the same thing because Universe Marvel reboot. Reboot. Thank you. Yeah. That's the word I forgot. And it looks like Marvel's going to do something similar. So it's going to be really easy if you if you like Iron Man and you want to go read an Iron Man book, where to start? Okay. Because it was very confusing for me to start. Like, I'm not the world's smartest man, not in this beanie. But <laughs> I, it did take me a little while to start off reading Marvel books. I did start with DC and it was very clear-cut, easy to start, and then off I went. But Marvel's confusing as fuck. So when you say they're doing a reboot, is are you talking about all like their series or particular comics that they're it looks like they're going to do the main one so they are going to redo the x-men they're going to bring wolverine back because wolverine is dead in the current canon same with the hulk they killed off the hulk and they replaced the hulk and who's playing the hulk now is pretty shit um the guardians of the galaxy does not have star lord and i'm fairly sure it doesn't have drax okay it's got the thing in replace of drax i think and it has Shadowcat slash Kitty Pride from the X Men, the girl who can walk through oh, walls. Oh, really? She's Star Lady. Okay. Precisely. I can see why they're rebooting. <laughs> so, have they done, well, to your knowledge, many reboots like DC has? Because DC just did reboot, reboot, reboot. Not to my knowledge, but I, I am aware that Marvel movies, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is, is clearly killing it in the film department. But mm. in comic books, DC is owning. In video games, DC is owning, and in the animated movies, DC is owning. But clearly, DC is not touching the quality that Marvel's providing yeah, in films. Uh, in yeah. the film screen, Definitely. yeah. Um, but it's it'll be a lot easier, I find now, to because they've they did the Civil War story, which everyone loved. They made the movie about it. it was awesome. This year, they did Civil War two, stupid, and then they did mm. Old Man Logan. Then they did Old Man Logan two. So they. It looks like they're running out of ideas. Yeah. So during a reboot, you can just throw so maybe, complete new maybe, things. Are they gonna? Have they said whether or not they're gonna bring some fresh blood in with the reboot, or whether or not they're just gonna reboot all ideas back to ground zero? I think they'll just do it like it's a it's a different universe. So they had the Ultimate Universe in the early two thousands. So they had Ultimate Spider Man, Ultimate X Men, Ultimate Avengers, so on and so forth. Yeah. And some of those stories were awesome. I couldn't read it because Thor's character design keep give me the shits. He didn't have it. He had a hammer, and the other side was an axe. It gave me the shits. I'm, I'm quite curious how many Marvel fans are very upset with you right now. They're just going like <laughs> Fuzzy is it's... going. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> but uh, I think it's. A good I do idea love to Marvel. Do, I think but, it's a good idea to yeah. do a reboot because, like you said, yeah, if they're kind of mass murdering all these beloved characters and it's just not working, then bring it back. Bring it back. Get the fuck fuck out. out. (laughs) Yes. This is my room. (laughs) Get out of my room. Yeah, I think they should do it, but you're not like I was just touching on. I think they should do it if they're rebooting, bring some fresh blood in and come up with some new stories. Because if they're coming up with fucking Old Man Logan 2, Civil War 2, bring some fresh blood in, come up with some fresh stories and do it properly. Right on. That's what I have to say about that. (laughs) Moving on to movie news. Ian has spoken. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Moving on to movie news. I'm going to go through this as quickly as possible. Mm. La Familia is coming back. Fast and Furious 9 and 10 confirmed. The Vin Diesel and The Rock hugged, kissed, made up. They're coming back. Let's do it. <laughs> La Familia back, bro. Uh, Kira Knightley is confirmed for Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Mm, flat chest Quick question. <laughs> Keep wow. going. No. You're going through this quick. Okay. You can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy, did you have a preview scene for Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we can go through that later as well. Uh, Kingsman Gold Circle trailer. Submarine car. Robot hand. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. 
Um, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a cowboy, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like a rice stone cowboy. Live action Aladdin wants Will Smith as Genie. We did ask people this at Supernova. Yes, Thoughts? we did. They also apparently uh, tried to get Kevin Hart first. Ke- Kevin Hart said no. Thank fuck. Kevin Hart yeah, is I, shit. I'm quite happy. I yeah. don't want Kevin Hart as a genie. Yeah, either do I. But then again, don't particularly want Will Smith either. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer True. Will Smith over fucking Kevin Hart. No, Kevin no, Hart was a shit. But I don't want either of yeah. them. Yeah, Kevin Hart was a shit cat in that fucking wonderful life of pets or whatever. And Will called. Smith was top notch as everything he's done recently. It was always Jeff Frick. No, he was not. Will Smith is always fabulous as Will Smith. Will Smith is not doing much lately. Remember that stupid fucking movie he did with his kid where they crash landed on fucking Earth and they were like, oh, we're from... After Earth. (laughs) Yeah, and it's all... It's actually a fucking... What's it called story? It's a... um, Redemption. No, it's a... Romance. Horror. Bromance. Sci-fi. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get cop. out. Buddy cop. Um, no, because he's, <laughs> he's part of the same religion as Tom Cruise, Scientology. So it's a Scientology story. Like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Fun fact for you. Is Will Smith a Scientologist? Yep. He's just not as public all about it. Oh, there you go. Uh, Chris Pratt says Jurassic Park, Jurassic World 2, motherfucker, who wrote this, <laughs> is darker and scarier. Yes. Mm. I I kind of like that. I agree with because that. Because it's very like similar too. grain to Jurassic Park, where two kind of started to get a bit darker. Batista in the new Bond? Is this confirmed? Not confirmed. He um, wants to be in it, and he's publicly said he wishes he's in it, and he wants to be in it. I hope he's in it, because he, um, he was a pretty yeah. cool thug. What number of Bond is this? 25. This will be 25. Okay. Yeah, because um, that, that's what I saw. Because saw. has Daniel Craig completely confirmed? Yeah, yeah. He's con- I think he, he's signed on for two well, more. Because he's, no, he's not signed. Well, that's, still not signed. He's, that's what I was reading. He has said that he's going to do the next film. He's still not confirmed, and that's why Batista... Well, that's what I heard. He yeah. will only sign if Daniel Craig has signed. Well, I don't even know if his character is actually scripted in or not. Oh, okay. Because the way because his character they, ended in... They apparently... Until they know that Daniel Craig's going to, you know, rejoin for this movie, they don't know what story they're going to tell. Until they know for sure Daniel Craig is going to be in this movie, they don't know whether they're going to be doing a revamp story or they're going to do another... Wrap it all up, Daniel Craig's story. In yeah. which case, it can have him in it, mm. or obviously, it's no way he's going to be in it. The last yeah. time we saw him, he was fighting in the train, and the train door opens, and he, he gets uh, tied. He, get, to... he gets tied to a beer uh, keg, and the keg goes out the side of the train, and he goes. The only line he says is "shit," and he gets pulled out of the train, and that's it. Yeah, he was a really cool character. He was probably the best part of the movie. One of our our, uh, our mate Ben Russell, he says, "What is the requirements of joining Spectre?" Apparently, having metal thumbs and putting them into people's eyes is a requirement. I'll <laughs> <laughs> um, shoot your resume. Fuck your resume. <laughs> Timon and Pumba is Rogan and Billy Encher. Billy Encher is on Bob's Burgers and Parks and Rec. Yes. Or according to this, Parks and Rec. 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 I was yes. doing a shorthand. But again, that folder is called Shaker Not Ned. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Shaker Not Ned. Have you not noticed? <laughs> it's got Shaker Not Ned. Shaking not dead, yeah, shaking not dead. Jeff Goldblum for Jurassic World Two. We asked this question as well at uh, Supernova today, and (laughs) 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 yeah, a lot of people seem to be very happy that he's back on board, and I'm with ya. Jeff, bring him back. Jeff Goldblum is always welcome back. But as long as the film quality is better than fucking Independence Day Resurgence, yeah. Well, let's be honest. Like Jurassic World One, it it was good enough. Oh, and Jurassic good enough. World Two, like even if it's on par with that, 
and it has Jeff Goldblum in it, it's a fucking win-win in my Exactly, mind. yeah. I completely agree. Indiana Jones 5, technically 4, because Kingdom of the Crystal Skull never happened, will be released <laughs> July 20th, 2020 with Ford and Spielberger. Assuming they live long enough. Sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you never know what could happen. Fucking... <laughs> Every, what you, you, every never time know, you never know what Ingen's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but he nearly fucking crashed a plane with him in it. No, he, no, he did, did crash, crash a plane, a plane and then he went on the wrong runway coming back in. Yeah. Well, fucking... He's like, he's going to be 70 ridiculous old. 70 ridiculous It's yeah, an actual time frame. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a mathematical frame of time. Yes. Uh, there was the Prometheus sequel... Teaser video that I shared, I believe, on our page. Yeah, did you guys it. check that out? I watched it, yeah. I did not. Uh, very short teaser. All it really showed is the relationship between, I've forgotten her name now, the main chick from the Prometheus movie and David getting along. She's fucking reattaches his head to his body and, and he's all like, I'm a robot. And they go to the home planet and dock onto a space docking station. They space dock. They space dock. <laughs> <laughs> Every dictionary space talking. For the audio yeah. listeners, all the visuals Ian just gave me with his hands. I, I, I'm there. Yeah, I'm, I've seen it now. You're picturing it, right? Yeah, so it's, it's I want you to picture you fingering your fingers with your fingers. That's mm. what Ian was doing. It didn't really show much, though. And yeah, the t- that I'm stuck in a finger loop. <laughs> Too many fingers. Too many fangers. Fangers. Fangerang. Fangerang. Get I'll show myself out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Skrillex is so oh, oh, God. See, you've kicked the table. I didn't touch the table. It's the gonna, crossbow. Oh, you keep playing that card. You're going to get a real good fangering tonight. <laughs> Smell my fangers. <laughs> anyway, it didn't really show Chicken much. fangers. <laughs> Chicken fangers. fangers. Oh, I'm getting real. Fangers and mash. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, I've run out of my drink. I need about another two fangers of scotch in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All next right. message is... Uh, Jonathan, I'm going to say Dem, uh, the director of Silence of the Lambs, has passed away. Did he? 73. Oh, fuck. Heart disease and cancer. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. Fucking Silence of the Lambs is a beautiful film. Amazing oh. cinematography, amazing story, amazing storytelling. That's... Yeah, I'm really sad about that. It definitely that. was. I showed my... Um, I watched it with my partner the other week. And ever since then, I've been like, you want to watch the other Hannibal movies? <laughs> really? I'm like, please want to watch them. I feel, <laughs> I feel like binge-watching all of them, I yeah, love. I've got them all except for Hannibal Rising on my shelf, if you want to. The sad thing is you watch Silence of the Lambs, you watch Silence of the Lambs, and you go, oh, all the rest will be this good. They're not. They're not, but they're still enjoyable. They're still Red enjoyable. Dragon isn't too bad. Red Dragon's not bad. It's still Hannibal not. Hannibal has its moments. It's not on, it's not on par. It's nothing the end of Hannibal is pretty cool. Yeah, but Silence of the Lambs, it's just made well. The story isn't, in my mind, any better than, than Red Dragon, Hannibal, or... Because it doesn't focus on the character of Hannibal like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, theoretically, Red Dragon should be better because he's a more integral character, and Hannibal, more integral character, should be better because he's the best character, but that's just they're not as good. Yeah. And it's just, it comes down to storytelling. My, you fucking killed it. My last thing I want to ask, because we all have seen that uh, preview scene that they showed us for Pirates of the Caribbean 5 with Jack on, Jack, and the two characters, the one that's... My fiancé got very happy when she saw the female actress because it's the bitch from Skins, okay. Effie. Effie. And she goes, it's Belle! And I've gone, no, it's fucking not. For people that don't know, my partner looks... Looks like a drag addict from Skins, moving along. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it looks a lot like Effie from Skins. Um... 
But they showed the scene of the sharks, and I actually shat myself in the scene because really they well, released. That's concerning. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but the the <laughs> that's the sound of you walking out of the cinema. Oh no, someone's coming. <laughs> Skyfall slash No Country for Old Men releases sharks to go after kill the sparrow. He says, and it's a great white. It's a hammerhead, and it's a Skyfall slash. I don't know the actor's name. I'm sorry, um, but the three sharks he released was one was a hammerhead, one was a great white, and I can't recall what the third one was, but. It reminded me of Finding Nemo, because one is a hammerhead, one is a great white, and one oh, is a yeah. small one. So I'm like, that's yeah. a cool little nod right there. But then I'm like, oh, you cool. And the guy looks over to see how he's going to jump in the water and save her. And the shark comes out and I went, fuck, in the middle of the theater. Really? I actually yelled, fuck. I feel like I mustn't have got the same teaser as you, because I didn't. Oh, I saw it? the shark, but I saw one shark. It was shark. like a full five minute it. scene. You saw one shark. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, a- I didn't get to see those bits. I, only, I saw Cause one. Because you went to Hoyt's and we went to Village because it was promotion for VMAX. That's what it was. Yeah, mm. actually, it probably would have been. It yeah. was actually really cool. It was a really, really cool scene. Uh, He's yeah, fighting the shark I, off. I did have a trailer of four pirates, but yeah, didn't No, this was, a, this was the full scene. Okay. Well, let's cool. just say it's been a long time since I've been keen to actually go and see a Pirates of the Caribbean film. Wow. I want to. I, I, do watch, wa- I do want to see this. Just because yeah, you want Pirate Week. I saw the trailer. Yarr. We all do. <laughs> we all want Pirate Week. I saw the trailer instead of that, and it looked meh as fuck. No, the scene looks pretty cool. The I, shark scene looks cool. Any scene with Johnny Depp in it that I saw in the trailer, I was like, he got old. Yeah, it looked, and a, li- he, looked a little narrow. And he's not playing the character very well anymore. He's, he he's, there, look, like, he's there like contractual obligation. Johnny he Depp look, is here on set. <laughs> he didn't look too bad in that five-minute scene. He was a little bit funny. Like when I first it was first started, I was like, bit, well, he's lost something. Didn't, I don't no, know what but didn't it is. something uh, didn't something happen in his personal life with yeah, his wife yeah. or something? And then people said they actually cut back his scenes because he was. Uh, it was yeah, the issue with him bringing. He his, and he doesn't thing. look like his. Old it was player. him bringing his dogs here that. Yeah. That apparently fucked up some of the scenes. Um, and then, and him, then was he was that. dating Amber Heard, who is Mira for Aquawood. Yeah, but there were accusations about him beating up beating up his beating up Amber Heard. But the scene he was in, like, when the scene started, I was like, ugh. And then it was going, and I'm like, it's actually not too bad. Like, the Pirates of the Caribbean I 4 think, is shithouse, but I think it's better this, than if that. If this Pirates movie doesn't have the le- the less Johnny Depp this has, the better a movie it could be. So I'm actually looking forward to if what you guys saw had not too much Johnny Depp in it, then maybe it will be good. The scene I saw, I, I laughed a couple of times when Jack talked. Yeah, I, it's, I enjoyed it. It's better, than, it's better it, than four. It it was there was significant Johnny Depp in it, but it looked good. Mm, it wasn't Pirates like. of the Caribbean four. Well, that's good. <laughs> good, that was a, a heap of shit. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for news. Excellent. We move on to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two review. Mister Johnson, when you're ready, play us a sound effect, oh piano man. All right, let's do it. This song is not in number two. No. Doesn't matter. Still great. No. Should we put the trailer on? Yes. Because that's what I should have put on. Yes, that's what I was expecting you yeah. to put on. I like the surprise. Yeah. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> French fries, so we're reviewing, <laughs> we're reviewing guns. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> All rise, motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking shut the fuck up. <laughs> so much swearing. Uh, guns of the Galaxy Volume 2. We're about to do a review of it. So let's find out what exactly 
we're reviewing. Please. I see it within you. Fear. Jealousy. Betrayal. It is our duty to cleanse the universe of this weakness. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags, but that isn't true at all. Dude. Ah, I'm using my wrong eye. Groot, put your seatbelt on. Jack up our prices for two time galaxy savers. The thing you're searching for your whole life, it's right there by your side all along. You're right. All you do is yell at each other. You're not friends. No, we're family. Except maybe her. After all these years, I've found you. And who the hell are you? I'm your dad, Peter. Oh, beautiful. I, feel, I feel like Vin Diesel wouldn't have done that movie if he didn't have the line of, we're family. <laughs> <laughs> Except maybe here. Yes. Vin, Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel's in this movie. I know. But you said Vin Diesel wouldn't have done this movie except for that line. Unless he had that line in the film because he loves saying family. He doesn't say family, but... Yeah, I was going to say, he didn't have that line. No. But the fucking line about family is in this film. Family. Yes. Moving along. <laughs> Moving along. Right. So, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. This came out only a couple of days ago. And yeah. if you are in the US, you don't get it for another seven more days. Really? Still? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. We're going to spoil the shit out of it. <laughs> 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 no, we're going to go through uh, the story, the positives, the negatives. Then we're going to go into spoilers. After spoilers, we will do probably maybe our best moment of the film, our favourite moment, and then we'll give it a review. Sound good? Let's do it. Nice yeah. bucket of AIDS. Nice bucket of AIDS. Uh, that's a- <laughs> Mr. Johnson, as per the norm. Mm. Tom is going to give us the entire story. Without spoiling it. Yes, as per the norm. How am I supposed to give the entire story? <laughs> it's a pretty simple story, Tom. Jesus. All right. All right. Uh, so, so there's a team. Yeah. Um, and they save the galaxy. Yeah, pretty good. Let's go home, guys. <laughs> so according to IMDb, it yeah. is the Guardians of the Galaxy continues the team's adventures as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. It's his dad. It's- Thank you. Yeah, now looks fabulous in sunglasses. Yeah. Tom gave me his glasses. Yeah, essentially this whole story is about his dad. Mm. His dad is a, a lot more of a main character than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is 
the story without without giving anything away. Shall we go into now? Do you have the sound effect for pros and cons? No, you didn't give them to me. <laughs> Hang on. Are we doing pros first? Pros first. All right. Let us go into the pros. Let us fan and push away. Let's do pros. Do me. Do me. Do me. Okay. <laughs> no? Yeah. Do me. Do me. Do me. Yes. Do me. Do me. Do me. Do me. All right. Stop do it. Me, All right. Do me. All right. So. Do me. Comments. Yes. All right. Hang on. I've got to take off this hat because my head is getting so itchy. <laughs> As is mine. That's 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 the feeling of your head sweating. Pros. All right. This film is beautiful. It is. Absolutely beautiful. It is. It's oh, drugs for the eyeballs. That's it what it very is. Very much is. It is wondrous. My 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 <laughs> retina. Yeah. My retina were in absolute pleasure the entire film. Yeah. Um I don't know what it is about it whether it's just the color palette or whether things are extra saturated and stuff but it was just Or because you saw it on PCP. <laughs> <laughs> It's beautiful. I know what it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the comedy was still on point, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, For the most part, yeah. Yeah, th- there were some hit and misses. Yeah. Um, but Not that the main, first one mainly, didn't either. Mainly though. hits. Yeah, well, like, it was very much like the first one. I think this was very much a good next step in this series. Um, and then I liked the story. Um. Oh, what, what else? <laughs> Come on. The, no, the, the the soundtrack. Yes, the soundtrack was. I didn't think it was as good as the first one, but still, I loved the soundtrack in this one. Such a good soundtrack. Even just from that trailer I just played, then like awesome song. That bass line. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, the special effects were on point. Yep. Oh yeah, always. Even since the first one, though, like. They looked amazing, but the practical effects as well, it really kicked it up a bit because Batista looks like so much better. He's yeah, he's awesome. And, and also, yeah. I really enjoyed his character in this. Drax was oh, awesome yeah. in it. Um, Baby Groot. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm just going to go ahead and call this movie the Drax and Baby Groot movie. <laughs> it totally was. <laughs> yeah, because they fucking shone really bright in this movie. I don't know what it was, but he's writing... They're very different. Drax, the writing was really amazing, and that gave him potential to be just hilarious. They gave funny. him a lot more dialogue in this. Yeah, film. and baby Groot, Groot was a baby in this one, and that's cute as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a, a lot of points in the film where you're like, oh, and then oh, yeah, poor little guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, little. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no. oh he played. No, that it's up. it's in he the bottom drawer. <laughs> <laughs> they played him up so hard in the script as well. Though. And They're I just love like, that they oh, did. Oh, he's such a cute baby. Let's make him get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's beat up that baby. <laughs> but yeah, no, I absolutely love that about it. I love that it was, well, comedically charged and there was also a fair amount of emotion behind it, which is also something I think they did in the first one. Um, yeah. It's just, it's very similar to the first one, but it's a good successor. Yeah. It yeah. really yeah. continues along with it. This is, this is what Avengers can learn from because first Avengers was pretty good. Second Avengers, mm, <laughs> not at all. The only good thing about Avengers Two was the costumes. <laughs> yeah, Which that is. And, so I, mean, much. and I mean, that, that's sort of I think a positive point about it as well that it's the second one in it, and it's not. And I feel like James Gunn has done the story and the structure of the story quite differently to the first one in a way. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, very differently. Very, and it works. They're very different stories. The first first movie is obviously creating that ensemble team, making these characters fall together 
in the, into the same world, which all happened revolving around the prison scene mm. and the initial scene of everyone trying to get the orb. Mm. And um, this story is very different. It's not about a coming together team. This is about a, a heritage and... Family. Yeah, it's about family. family. La mm. Familia. Yeah, and it did play on that theme a lot about family and whether or not your biological family is equivalent to your loving family. Yeah. No, definitely. A strong theme. Definitely. And, yeah, I thoroughly did enjoy it. That's probably most of my positives I can think about. Anything else to add? Mr. Johnson? Uh, My number one positive, you've already touched on it, is Mr. Drax the Destroyer. (laughs) Uh, He's written so well in this. Like... The trailer, you could already tell he was going to be a really good character mm. um, just from amazing scenes such as this. <laughs> she just told everyone your deepest, darkest secret. Dude, <laughs> come on. I think you're overreacting a little bit. You must be so embarrassed. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> love that. Dude. <laughs> you know, the, the funniest thing that I found about that scene and some of the ones with Drax is when I watched them in the trailers and like uh, snippets that they sort of showed, I was just like... Oh, this seems a bit stupid. I'm not a huge fan of yeah, this. Yeah. But then when I watched it in the film, I was like, yes, yeah, hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it's just with the context, it makes so much more sense. And it, yeah, it even showed um, in the trailer, the, uh, the opening scene for the film where he's inside the beast and he's stabbing it away. And I didn't really find it that funny in the trailer. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, fucking hilarious. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. I must cut it from the inside. The skin is too thick. Did you not realize skin is the same density on the inside and on the outside? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was fucking hilarious. He was such a good character. Um, really well written. And thankfully, they didn't even spoil all of his amazing moments in there. Like, he had some really good liners, particularly towards Mantis, who is... Um, one uh, of the new characters. Yeah, one of the new characters. She's also in the trailer. She's got the two little Antennas. antlers. Um, and that's um, Peter Quill's father's kind of... And it's very interesting to trying to think of how to describe that dynamic between Mantis and his dad. Yeah. It very much touches on it, like, is she a slave? Is she... Just like, a caretaker? A caretaker, yeah. Is she, it oh, very they, much they, seems like technically Drax she's Drax describes she's her slave. as a pet. Yeah, a pet. And when, when you think of like, holy yeah. crap, she sort of is. Yeah, she's only there for her one use, and that's to help Peter Quill's dad get to sleep. Well, Peter, we can say Peter Quill's dad, now it is confirmed, he does play Ego the Living Planet. Yeah. yeah. So we can refer to him as Ego. We don't need to keep saying Kurt Russell. Paul. Well, we haven't actually said Kurt Russell, but it's no, fucking Kurt Russell. It's Kurt Russell, yeah, Ego. <laughs> that was one thing as well. I did actually really like the acting. Like, mm, I, liked yeah. Kurt, I liked Kurt Russell. I wasn't sure on Kurt Russell at first, and then seeing this movie, I was like, he killed it. He really mm. knocked it out of the park because every role I've seen Kurt Russell in, he's kind of like that dark, grungy kind of. He was awesome in Death Proof. Yeah, well, he's awesome in a lot of movies. He's in like The Thing as well, and obviously yeah. people are going to say Snake Plissken. Um, but he he plays those darker characters, and in this, he's Marvel. He's mm. a Marvel character, and it's so total different spectrum to what he usually does. And mm. he fucking killed it. Mm. He did really well, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if that's because I didn't expect him to pull it off or whether or not he did a really good job, but it was good. Mm. I really enjoyed it. His humor worked. His um, lightheartedness worked. Yeah. There are jokes about him having a penis, which works on all levels because it's And Kurt of course, and it's, <laughs> Drax. Because <laughs> Drax. Drax. Yeah. 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 Are there any other pros, anything else that stood out that you liked? 
Um, obviously, we've already touched on the main things, like being the soundtrack, because it's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's always going to have a good soundtrack. It's even since the first one, amazing visuals with Rocket. Mm. Um, one of the other really main integral parts of the story that I really liked, and I liked the way that it was done, was um, the character of Michael Rooker. Yondu. Yondu, the blue man. Um, he is very important to the story in this film. Mm. Um, and you don't realise it until towards the end how important he is and the way that he's changed so much and the effect that it's having. Yeah, and it also explains some of his backstory from the first movie. Yeah. You know, why he acts a certain fashion. Yeah, and I didn't... Because I didn't know what was happening with his character and what was going on there um, until yeah until the end, and then you realise why there is so much going on revolving him why mm. he tells he tells his own backstory why he's a kid mm. um how he ended up there and obviously it also even explains the interaction with how and why he picks up peter quill as a child from earth yes because it only really touches on that in the first movie like mm. hey he picked me up i was gonna eat you <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then in this movie, he explains why he didn't drop him off to mm. Ego. Mm, yeah. And, um, yeah, and his whole interaction with... It, it didn't even touch on this in the first movie. His relationship with the other... Uh, forget Ravages. What, Ravages? Yes. I was going to say Space Pirates. Same shit, different smell. But, yeah, it touches on that relationship with them with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yes, it does. I'm going to say right now, Sylvester Stallone, I was like, fuck off. Yeah, me Why too. would you put Sylvester Stallone in? As a Ravager, he kind of suits it. It was kind of cool. I at the same he, time, he played little he, enough of a role that it didn't really exactly. matter. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, I think that might have been what I it believe was. he's going to come back in three. Yeah, I kind of wished that he looked less Sylvester Stallone, though. That's my that's my drawback. Like he wasn't human. He was something else. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, he yeah, looked true. like a human. He looked like Sylvester he, it Stallone. It was Sylvester Stallone in just a, in a yeah. jacket and pants. And I don't know if that was just because he didn't want I got a very, Sylvester very Stallone. big dread vibe from him, but a Did good you, yeah. dread vibe. There's no such thing as a good dread vibe. Yeah, the movie Dread with Carl Urban. Good dread. <laughs> he was he was yeah, Carl Urban. <laughs> he was Carl. But yeah, yeah, he had he yeah. had a bit of a I think it was vibe. just because he wanted him to be because he's such a recognizable person to not alter him too much, but no. I reckon he should have altered him. He should have looked different. It would have been better, but still, putting that aside, he was really good in it. Yeah. Mm. And that was surprising. But yes, Yondu, amazing. Amazing mm. character, um, amazing story, and very, very important to the character, mm. uh, to the story in general. Mm. 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 Those are my players. Alex Dudorino? Uh, I will say the practical effects were better. The one thing, because I did watch the first film a day or two before I went and saw uh, the, the volume two, is Drax his prosthetics in the sequel are better in volume two are better than the first one. Cause you can actually yeah. see his abs and all of his muscles, like Batista's actual body. But yeah. in the first film around the chest and the abs, it was too yeah. thick. So you couldn't actually see his the muscles. The his, definition. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's a lot better. Uh, the visuals of the planet of ego was awesome. Like the plants and the water and everything. Yeah. Clearly it's all CGI, but like there's a scene where they, they just arrive and there's like a, a fluffy, you know, bubble or whatever, and Drax pokes it and it explodes, and it just looks beautiful. It looks like fucking Doctor Strange, mm. but not fucked. There goes that acid that you dropped again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like the the, the color pa- palette of Doctor Strange. Those vibrant yeah. colors of Doctor Strange. But I would even say though that this film, 
I found it more colourful than Doctor Strange. Like, there was that one scene where it's had that LSD trip in Doctor Strange where it had all the colours and all the brightness and mm. all that sort of stuff. But I would say this mm. time, this film had that the entire time, but without weirdness to it. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and the first Guardians of the Galaxy did have the bright colours, but it wasn't... wasn't it to this wasn't, level. Yeah, it wasn't to this level. It wasn't as consistent. Uh, I enjoyed... They built... They, they brought back other characters. They brought uh, the... I might have to look at what his character is. Uh, the character of... The other Ravager? Craglin, the other Ravager, yeah. who's played by Sean Gunn, who's from Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only guy from um, Gilmore Girls. I'm like, he's finally found his dream job. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's... Kurt? Uh, yeah, I think he's Kurt in Gilmore yeah, Girls. Kurt. So he's back in it, and I was, I was like, cool, he's back. Why have you both seen Gilmore Girls? I have sisters. I have a fiancé. You fuck. Anyway, he was back, so bringing him back was kind of cool. So, Yondu has actually got a crew. It's not just random extras or stuff like that. So, that was kind of cool. I'm just putting two together. Gun. Related to the director? Maybe. It's G-U-N-N. I have a feeling that they might be. Yeah, it might be. Um, But, yes, I agree with you on Yondu, but I really, really liked the character development and the return of Nebula. Really? I really like the character of Nebula. I didn't really feel Nebula in this movie. And the movie continues okay. pretty closely off of uh, Guardians 1. So Nebula's got one hand. She's got like a bit of a sort of a fucked up handy. Yeah, claw she's sort of very thing. much in the same place uh, emotionally and, and physically as well, I guess, with the arm missing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really like the story with Nebula. Um, the Yondu story, fucking awesome. Um, the, the the jokes here and there, like Bradley Cooper's jokes were fucking awesome. I wasn't, yeah, okay. So like just a little snickering and then there's, it goes on about the character of Taserface. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Taserface <laughs> joke was good. Um, but I don't know if that was because of him though, but yeah, go on. Oh yeah, because you know, it's not a joke if someone doesn't actually say it. Rocket was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the I like the the character development. Baby Groot was awesome, especially the start. The start was oh yeah, the, yeah. We actually haven't touched yes. on that yet. That's strange. Um, That's the, part yeah, the opening scene. So essentially, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Well, the, the opening, well, not the opening scene. Sorry. Yeah. The opening introduction to Peter Quill. Yep. Slash Star Lord. We see an amazing song happening and him dancing through the caverns, kicking fucking aliens and shit. In time with the music and everything. Similar in this aspect. Similar in this aspect. It's Baby Groot as there's a battle going on in the background. He's just dancing around. <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome. It's it's actually my favorite part of the entire movie. Yeah, definitely. The character I relations as well I like because in the first film you have Rocket and Groot. They are the Han and Chewie. And you have, in this aspect, you have the funny relationship of Drax and Groot. Like, Rocket keeps... Oh, not Rocket... Yeah, Groot, every time Drax does something, he just keeps trying to punch him and hit him and stuff yeah. like that. And it's really kind of funny and comical. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this one. So, we go on to negatives. The negativitos? Find a negativito sound effect. All right, we ready? Yes. I'm distracting you, you big turd blossom. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we have a soundboard, thanks to Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so, comments, negatives? I feel like a lot of the negatives that I would have are mainly nitpicking. Because okay. I did really enjoy the film, mm-hmm. mainly. Yeah. Um, there was little things that bothered me, little, little lines that I felt were out of place or seemed stupid. Yeah. Um, like a line to Yondu that... Oh, I'm trying to... Um, 
I'm trying to work out how to say this line without being spoilerish because we're not at that section. Maybe yet. maybe leave it for spoilers. Just yeah, I might leave that. There's just a line that uh, I think Groot says, fit. and then Rocket translates. Oh yeah, that when he says it, I'm just like that was really bad in that position there. Mm. Okay. Um, I, I'm not. I'll have to wait for spoilers because I don't. The, I, I, don't I, I just wasn't a huge fan of that line. Um, other than that... But there were... Yeah, you're right. There were particular lines that were... There were a couple oh. of lines that fell really flat to yeah, me. Yeah. Like, I was just like... I'm not sure if that's... I, and I don't think it's the delivery. I think it's... I think it was script. Yeah, I think it was script. 100% script. Yeah. Um, but there was just just some interesting choices in that regard that... Once again, nitpicking. Yeah, mm. yeah. Nitpicking. Um, I can't remember... I haven't watched the original Guardians of the Galaxy in a while. Did they have the title cards? Like where they went yeah. to a new location. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you had Nowhere and Xandar and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. I feel like this one made a bigger deal. They made them, them real big, like 35 or oh, 25 yeah. years later. And like they made those yeah. big. In the first one, they were like uh, Star so, Trek, if you want to think of it that way. In Star Trek, when they go to different planets, it's like... In Rogue One Star Wars, corner. where they just well, sort of... Yeah, they come up in a corner somewhere. Well, I think, I, I think I'd like that style a bit more. Mm. I found the title cards very jarring and not necessary to be like that. And... I don't know. Once well, again, on that, nitpicking. Yeah, nitpicking. yeah. On that, in this movie, um, they didn't go to as many planets. Uh, the first one, they seemed to jump around a lot, which I liked because you get to see such different polar kind of worlds. It felt like you got the like uh, the main planet, and you've got the prison planet. That wasn't a planet. What? That was just a prison floating in space. It wasn't a planet. <sighs> get it right, Ian. Talk about nitpicking over here. Hey, well, Tom. I'm going to say prison planet. Fuck y'all, I made my own rules. <laughs> you want to have three get-outs? You want to be in... Fool me, motherfucker. You want to be in Jordan Peele's next movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Um, yeah. Uh, it, it felt like it went to a lot of different places, which I liked. And what I didn't really like about this one as much was that it didn't really go to as many places. It felt like... Maybe they did go to as many places, but it didn't feel like they went to as many places. It felt like because it started off with the uh, gold people, mm. and that they weren't there for very long, and that's when they ran. Leaving there, they ran into Peter Quill's dad, and they went. They went to Peter Quill's dad's planet and stayed there for pretty much the entire of the film, I think except it's the same for amount of a places. couple of other characters. Two other characters, basically. I think it's the same amount of places. Could be, but it, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like they're not, ex- not ex- moving along. Yeah, yeah it's, it doesn't feel like it because it's not all the characters that get to go around there and they don't spend as long there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the majority of the characters spend almost the entirety of the film on Ego's planet, mm-hmm. and the only other characters kind of actually do they go anywhere else other than the ship? Um. I can't picture anywhere else that they went. And let's talk about Rocket and Yondu. Rocket, and, Yondu, Groot, and Nebula. Groot. Nebula, yeah, to a lesser degree. Not that I can I can't picture it. Of. They do do a scene where they jump between a lot of different places at once. Yeah, I was, which, I, I, was, I, was, yeah. I was actually about to go, they actually went to 700. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. was an awesome scene, again. Um, but yeah, yeah, didn't felt like they were just on one planet the entire time, which to me was very anti-Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. After seeing the first film and seeing, like, these crazy awesome new planets, every single one, like, feels really different, different yeah. kind of colours and everything. This one felt like it was all on one planet, and I'm like, I want to see the galaxy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't want to say Guardians of the One Planet. It just felt weird to me. Um, other negatives that kind of go alongside with that one is that um, because it's all on that one planet and the story is very much based on um, Peter Quill and his dad, Ego, mm-hmm. that it was painstakingly obvious where the story was going. I didn't have that. I had. Oh, really? I, had, I didn't it have that problem. So I knew exactly obvious. what was going to happen. No, see, I was like... Something. Did you not it. get halfway through the movie and go like, "Hmm, no other characters have been introduced"? <laughs> no, I yeah, I didn't have that problem. There, that was yeah, that was one of the main problems I had was that there... I didn't see a flaw in this death star. <laughs> <laughs> no, on, yeah, but honestly, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't yeah that was that was the, the a progressed. very major negative to me is that it was ex- painstakingly obvious to me where the story was going. Immediately, yeah. I was like. That character of Ego when he's introduced is, yeah, very central and you know that he's going to be central because he's the main actor. Mm. But it didn't need to be that static, the story, I didn't feel. It, okay. Yeah. It didn't introduce that many new characters. Um, I didn't really like that the gold people, what are they? Do we, have we figured out what <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, I have the name of the main one, but I don't know the yeah. actual race name. But yeah, no, I completely yeah. agree with you. Did not like them i didn't really and like them without and going any spoiler territory yeah without going into any them. spoiler territory they stay in the story and i would have liked them to not stay in the story yeah i, I would have liked them as the prologue kind of battle scene and then piss off i'm i'm done with you now introduce they, something they new try, someone new they try and be funny with them as yeah. well and it's sort of like no i don't yeah go away yeah exactly <laughs> go, was, get, no, out, get out yeah <laughs> um and the my final kind of con and again, I really like this movie as a whole. Just saying that. Um, my final con is one that you picked on that was um, dialogue scripting, the interactions. Um, specifically for me, it was some of the jokes. Some of the jokes were, like, the jokes in this movie hilarious. The movie as a whole hilarious, but there were a lot of jokes. Well, not a lot. There were quite a few jokes in there that were very childish to the point where I was like, uh, if I could face palm my face harder, I could and I would. Wow. I was like, oh my god, that's such a kitty joke. That's not funny. That's just like, oh my god, that's horrible. That's such a shit joke. <laughs> um, there, yeah, there were a couple in there, and I was just like, no. Maybe if I was a ten year old, I'd be like, oh, that's funny. That's that's really intelligent. Mm-hmm. But they're not. They're not. In- There's so many non-intelligent jokes in there. Yeah. Um, Guardians one had really intelligent jokes majority of the jokes they did because they were character based it was fresh Mm. because they were new characters and now because we know the characters some of the jokes that they do are very basic Mm. (laughs) and they've Mm. become not stale but childish because we know that that's their limit yeah yeah specifically i guess drax actually he was amazing, and for God knows why he he didn't change at all in the way that he is, and it still worked. Mm. For me, a lot of Rocket's jokes and the way that he interacts and his funniness died a lot for me in this movie. Okay, I yeah. think I think it's just that I expected his jokes to be a bit more 
amped up and more intelligent because he's an intelligent character mm. and expect him to have intelligent jokes, but they're not. They're like really childish, okay. stupid kind of jokes. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. it's good because you know this is a kid's movie. You know going in there it's a f- not a kid's movie, but a family-friendly movie. And you know that majority of the jokes are going to be family-friendly, but I was like, eh. Boring. Okay. It's not funny. <laughs> Any other negatives? No, that's about my negatives. Uh, my negative is, is I wasn't a huge fan of the events that happened to Yondu. Okay. So I wasn't big yeah, yeah. into that. Um, but... I found some of the scenes with the story developing between Star-Lord and Ego, particularly around the middle of the movie, I was like, this is boring. Yeah. Um, it got a bit stale. It, it did get a bit stale. Like, the not to the point where yeah. it, it, it was like, all right, I'm actually getting really fucking bored or tired mm. or something. But I'm just like, okay, it's... And that's it's, part of that. They were stuck there for the entire movie. And it was like... It was, mm. But when they flipped back to Rocket and Yondu, I was like, yeah. awesome. Because I loved Rocket and I loved Yondu and I loved the Groot. Like, the interactions when they all meet sort of yeah. up, those those three characters. But the the Star-Lord and the Ego, I was just like... Yeah, it was. Okay. And I think it, yeah. was, it was very smart of them to split them up for that reason. They knew that one would get stale, switch to the other. That was but, my other negative. Mm. I don't like it in films where you introduce... The first film is introducing them as a group, and yeah. in the second film, they split them. Team A goes here, Team B goes here. I don't like that. If you do that yeah. for a third film, that's fine. But for a second film where you've just made them a group, keep them together. I feel like no, it had to happen. That's quite standard, I would say. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't like Star it. Wars A New Hope brings yeah. these people together. Uh, I think- Empire Strikes Back mm. splits them. I feel like the the problem is that I, I had mean? the oh, problem yeah. I had with them splitting is you're right they're a group they should want to be together but the problem that I had was like but I, they didn't I, want to separate that was the thing I I noticed like they were like nah. yeah which was okay but then like throughout the movie there was very little like Drax and um, Gamora and Star Lord going like oh wonder what's keeping them <laughs> like. They never yeah. really felt like they wanted to go and rekindle with their friendship. Mm. I think that's what the problem was. Like, it's it had to happen storyline-wise. You have to kind of split them. Yeah, it's, and it it's worked when they all to... came back together. They were like, they yeah, were exactly. fucking rad. Yeah. Um, the other thing, it, I... it didn't feel like they wanted to be back together. The other thing I didn't like was they, they crashed the ship. So I'm like, they just got their ship fixed and, yeah. you know, their brand new cool looking ship, you know, 20, 30 minutes into the film. <laughs> and I'm like, it's yeah. out for the whole film. It's like, yeah. the, the Falcons crashed and it's fixed and now it's crashed again. I can see why they did it as a plot device. Plot They're, device. As they a could plot have done device, something I can else. see why they've done it. But yeah, at, at the same time, I would have liked something Dest- else. They destroyed the ship. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I wasn't... This is nitpicking as well. And when Ego rocks up on his giant fucking boiled egg of a ship, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is that? You are, you can, you're a man who can create fucking anything and you make a boiled egg. <laughs> <laughs> Protein. I need my protein. Like ben Russell was giving me shit for microwaving an egg. Like that man is fucking flying around in an egg. Yeah, that's... that is the ugliest. Fu- that looks like a beat speaker. That's <laughs> fucking not, ugly. Not even occurred to me. It was. It, oh. Yeah, the inside of it looked pretty cool. It looked like the inside of a fucking seventy shags pad, but like it was just oh, the fucking egg just gave me the shits. That's fair. I think it wasn't very creative. 
I can see why they kind of went with that, like, because it's very white and very, like, clean look. That's like, kind of cool, but I bet, like, the but character... And, and now that yes. I'm looking at it, it feels... To me, it seems very Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. A little bit, but, like, as a as Kurt Russell's character, <laughs> you would be like, well, I would make it a bit more of, a, like, an old school, like, you know... Sort of like a vibe of like an old school 70s, like a Mustang sort of car, but like a spaceship sort of version of it. Like it's an old spaceship that's been cleaned and polished and yeah. fixed. And it but looks they wanted rad. everything to be like that clean perfectness. So I can see why they did the white. So let's make an egg. I agree. It, was it shouldn't fu- have been an egg. White on the outside, yellow on the inside. It should have been. It was a fucking egg. It was an egg. It, it was an egg. It was an egg. No one's denying it was an egg. <laughs> yeah, they should have done something more creative. Maybe in half an egg. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe like a softball. <laughs> um yeah, I agree. It looked weird. It looked maybe weird. they could make it look like a flying saucer and there's yellow on the inside. Like that was my only my only gripe was this his ship was a boiled egg. But That's your only gripe. My only gripe. Um, should we? Sh- I can picture you in the cinema going. Ship is a I'm, boiled I'm, I'm egg. I'm just feeling we're teetering closer and closer to spoilers, so I think we should probably. Should we go into spoilers? Off we go into spoilers. All right, let's go spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> There's some spoilers ahead. All right. All right. Spoilers. So straight in here right now. Welcome to the friggin' Guardians of the Galaxy. Except he didn't say friggin'. That was in the trailer. I had forgot that was in the trailer. That line, I sat there and went, that was horrible. Hated it. Really? That is one of the... That was one of my most hated things yeah. of that entire film. And okay. it was like I was talking about, it's like that cringy corniness that they've kind of thrown in. And it was like, eh, Well, it's something we serious. We have to get these it's cliche words in something there. Something serious. It is, the movie has gone through character development mm. to make you feel for Yondu. Yeah. And that's one of the last lines that anybody ever says to him in that film before he... It's spoiler territory. Yeah, we're in spoiler before, territory. Before, we can be- say it. Before he dies. Yeah. And that's... I think it makes the whole thing quite trivial. Going from there, I hated it. Hated it with a passion. Yeah, it wasn't a very, very nice line. Yeah. And I also don't think... This, see, this is, again, what I was talking about with Rocket is just like a lot of his lines just felt like spew. They were just like spew of cliche words and things they have to say. They were just like... Oh, I gotta say, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I gotta say, friggin'. Oh, that's the character I am. Bland, bland, bland. Which is weird to me because with the first movie, James Gunn said my favorite character is Rocket, mm. and then in this movie, it just felt dead compared yeah. to the first one. See, I still, I still oh. laughed at like, like there's the scene where uh, Yondu and Rocket are in jail and they're trying to tell Baby Groot go into the captain's quarters and yeah, get my. Yeah prototype but boomerang mohawk see thing. the funniness of those scenes was always baby Groot to but me but Groot brings the ravages eye that he wanted from the first film and Rock <laughs> is like no let's hold on to the eye and make yeah. him wake up wondering where the fuck his eyes go <laughs> that yeah. was good but now that I'm thinking back on it to the point that Ian said it's a lot same. of these things uh, fell flat that's the same joke that was in the first the exact one. same joke yeah it seems like, which like, is awesome to have that repetition because it was funny and it was funny in this one. Mm. But it, would it still be funny if they did it in the third one? No. I don't think so. No, it <laughs> like, couldn't. There's a rule of three in comedy. <laughs> in case you guys didn't know. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Look at you. Thanks. Goes to one comedy show and he's a fucking comedian. Uh, I went to two of the same show, two of another same show. 
<laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It just felt like his dialogue and his interactions, his things were all copy paste from the first movie. It seemed weird to me. Um, having said that, like again, he's a, a really good character. Mm. He was good in the movie, but he was only good. But he had his yeah. awesome Very scene where flat. he was in he the. Didn't shine, he he was in, did not shine. Yeah. He was in the woods where the ravagers were coming to the ship, and he's hiding in the trees. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, that, that was, was that fucking was, That was that was yeah, a good scene. That was really good. Dialogue driven? Yeah. No, it was not dialogue driven. It's totally dialogue. It driven. was action. All yeah, dialogue. All <laughs> <laughs> dialogue. Yeah, there was he talks. He talks them to death. <laughs> no, but it was a good scene. That was that was but a really good scene, and it's one of the probably the top five scenes some, in the movie. I had some decent dialogue at the end of the scene where Rocket gets caught, and he's like, "How about you guys have a peaceful discussion or a violent one, where I'm over there?" Like, yeah, yeah, I was that like, was fuck yeah, that's all right. So I didn't really hate Rocket. I didn't yeah. hate Rocket. Don't get me wrong. I didn't hate Rocket. I'm just saying that's a really good alternative for iceberg letters. <laughs> It's not, but <laughs> it is. spinach is better. But the thing is, like, you compare it to all these other characters, like Drax, amazing, Baby Groot, amazing. He was such a big character in the first Do one, think and it, he's just not hitting it the well, same for may, me. Maybe he just had to sort of take a step back yeah. just so those other characters could shine. Yeah, oh. and it's tr- and you know what? Gamora felt the same to me as well. It's not a rocket thing. Well, I think- it seems to be a bit, a bit of a rocket thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting real personal about this. Are you, yeah. you feeling personally offended, James Gunn? Yeah. Gamora, for me, felt the same as well. When I'm in Guardians 3, I'll be laughing you can't. <laughs> I'm seeing it. I'm fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm just going to say it is one of, if not my favourite... Marvel franchise. I reckon, one of my I reckon favorite comic my, book franchises. I reckon it's my favorite. Now that it's the second one, yeah, probably yeah. favorite Marvel franchise. Um, Gamora, though, felt the same to me as Rocket. Like, she was not entertaining in the slightest. Uh, um, she was, Gamora in, was the same. very important for this. I, script, I enjoyed her her character development with Nebula. I yeah, kinda, I, did, I, liked I that. enjoy that character development. I didn't find her entertaining. That actually but is then one again, she's not a very big entertaining character like Rocket should be. That, that is one thing that I would say about this film that's actually a positive that I should have touched on before. The character development of every single character mm. is awesome. Yeah. Across mm. the board. Yeah, it's true. If you think about it, every character did have their own development. It has a journey. Every yeah. character has a journey. No one's... Despite the fact that it's an ensemble, nobody's sort of left behind. Yeah, there's nobody it. who's like, oh, sorry, we didn't have time for you to you to personally develop as a character. Yeah. What I didn't like... Oh, and Drax? Oh, even Drax had a slight... He, he had a, he not, had, obviously not to the same level, though, but he did slightly no, because of Mantis. No, he does. Yeah, he does with Mantis. Yeah, with like, Mantis. <laughs> the, <laughs> you are not ugly on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one scene that I was... I, I just went, uh, and Mon next to me went... You know how Mon, loud Mon can get in the movie. She went, really... Was when uh, I didn't really like the idea of Star Lord being because he's half god, being able to create things yeah. like, and he makes a ball and he plays catch. I was just like, Ugh. yeah, but that was obviously a joke on the fact it that was a, he said earlier, it's, and it's his dad as well. So I'm like, he never that's got kinda... to throw and play catch with his dad. Mm. Um, but yeah. but then he goes, I'm going to make some uh, fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, I did love that line. But people in the cinema loved that scene where he was playing catch. Like, oh, he's playing catch with his dad like he said earlier in the film. Remember when he said that earlier in the film? Remember that? When he said that earlier in the film? It, I, I, I felt the same. I was like, eh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I didn't mind it. I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I... I did like it when he said he was going to make some fucked up things. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, yeah, you did touch on that. Like, it felt 
to me, it did feel weird that he was then like a superhero for this film because he was making shit and he was like a god. And I was like, nah, man, you're like, you're like, you're like Han Solo kind of character. But I did, I did like with the mm. ultimatum at the end where Ego says, if you kill me, you go back to human. And he's like, yep. And I'm like, cool. He has power. He instantly loses it. He's back to normal to the Star Lord. I love. didn't like that. I'm going to say it. I didn't like that. Here's what I found really weird about the movie as a total. He comes in and he's like, like I said, a Han Solo kind of character. He's a standard he's a normal character. kind of guy and he's <clears throat> guns, but he's witty and he's a cool character. And that's his character. And then you get this whole new weird character that was never even touched on, never even alluded to, except for the fact that, oh, yeah, your dad's also, your dad, not you, is also something sentient. Oh, by the way, you're a fucking superhero. You can make life, well, but you can make a whole planet. Didn't we tell you? They do, they do and mention. And then, it, and then it just felt like a cop out when they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, if you blow up the planet... You're back to normal again because plot devices. That's they, not going to work for the future. They did, they did make <laughs> mention to that saying you couldn't do any of that before because you have to be on the planet for your battery to recharge. Yeah. Like, because that's again, that was the story kind of, yeah. development with Ego was I can't be too far, f- be off my planet for too long. Too otherwise, long, yeah. I lose my abilities for a while. So, he has to go back. Mm, so yeah. that was the thing with Star Lord is you couldn't do this before because you've never had it's your, not the your fact battery charged. He could or he couldn't do it before for me. It was the fact that it was just felt out of place that suddenly he was a fucking superhero. Because to me, he was never a superhero. He was like an Iron Man or a, you know, he's one of those human well, characters. That, and that's why I liked him that, so much. That's strange because to me, because I feel like he's a human character and he's versing some... Like well, the He's way it's all got, well, the way it's all got, well, version of God here, and then you've got Thanos as this big bad, this overbearing, incredibly mm. powerful person. Seeing him get that power boost, I actually really enjoyed because I sit there and go, "How is this witty mm. human with laser blasters going to fight something like that? How's this yeah, going to yeah. move forward?" <clears throat> Which is what I found interesting when he went in and went the powers. I was like, "Oh, so is he going to have powers from now on?" And then. And you then, lost them. And then, you lost them. So yeah. I, I was sort of like... To oh, me, okay. that felt like weird, though, that, that like, hey, now you have all these powers. That's really cool, huh? That's going to be really cool for the future. Here's your progression. You're going to be this new thing that nobody ever saw coming. And then it was like, oh, no, you don't get that now. So you only got it for this Family one movie. Family was more important. Yeah, but, like, you only got it for this one movie. And it was like, that seems out of place. But that's also the thing. It's like, well, yeah, do you choose your, your birthright family and have these abilities, but also fuck over story- everyone I don't else. have a problem with it storyline-wise. I think it's a really good storyline, like, plot device, the, mm. the way it was done that he had to make that ultimatum, that choice. Mm. But it felt jarring that he was a normal guy, then he was a superhero, and then, oh, yeah, that's not going to work for us later. So, um, yeah, you have to choose. And now you're back to being a normal guy again. And it's like, oh, you thought you were a superhero? No. It felt weird okay. it, to me. Did you like the character of Yondu dying? Um, would you like? Would you prefer him to survive? I got so connected to him in this film. Yeah, that's and what I, I got so on. upset when he died. Yeah, and that's what I was touching on before. I was like, this the first film. It didn't make you feel connected to him that much. He was a bit yeah. of a badass in the first film, though. Yeah, he was cool as shit in the first film. And this film, it was obviously leading to that, so that's why it had a lot of him telling and feeling. And, and him escaping the ship, he's they, just whistling constantly. But, and just yeah. but they did it really clever, I think, by making Rocket 
and Yondu's Connect. progression and such the connection there that you can see the Rocket character, which you have grown to like through the yeah, first yeah. one. And now that's being mirrored onto Yondu at the same time. And you're seeing that the two sort of tortured souls and going together, that sort of convergence mm. of those two characters, I think made the first movie build on this one even more to your relationship with Yondu. Yeah, yeah. I agree as well because I feel like having watched the second one now, I want to rewatch the first one having a new opinion on Yondu, seeing like, well, not actually seeing because you don't see it, but knowing his backstory and his interaction with the other um, Ravages and things like that made me want to rewatch the first one. Mm. Um, what about, um, sorry to cut into your Yondu, the revelation that Ego put the brain tumour in Star-Lord's mum. Uh, as soon as that happened, the whole cinema just went, oh, and like that's when uh, Star-Lord's eyes go from yeah. fucking Men in Black Galaxy to standard, I, I, and he goes, what? I would have liked more justification as to why. Because he couldn't get connected. He didn't want to get connected to her. Yeah, I, I. He didn't yeah. want to. He didn't. Is, is, was that actually explicitly? Because he said if he went yeah. back to the planet, no, because one he more said time, if he, he went would... back to the planet, so he killed her, so he wouldn't go back to the planet. Mm-hmm. Is because that was that wasn't explicitly said. That was you connecting the dots there. Yeah. Yeah, He's, it was. He, it was kind of. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. He did say. Um, I had to kill, otherwise I would have gone back to the planet. I think. Did he? Goes oh, along I don't know line. if he did say that. That's why. He's I do like, remember because no, he line, said that he yeah. couldn't go back to the planet because he'd never leave the planet. But I don't think that explained he, why he, he said her. yeah he said why he never wanted to go back again i don't remember him saying i think he said that's why i put the tumor in her and then that's when star lord goes what yeah. wait what and then mm. the end of the film it's like peter why are you doing this like you killed my mum and crushed my walkman I was like awesome <laughs> and then you've got you know ego flying at him in a big sort of rock version of ego and then star lord's flying as a giant pac-man it's going wobble 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 yeah <laughs> laugh my ass off yeah um i don't know like i did i it worked really well him saying i put the tumor on because it made you fucking hate him straight away yeah. and then as and then like he, and a then, logistical person you think about it and you're like why why would you even say that like why did you tell him and kurt russell is a space mm-hmm. whore yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. like, fuck me, you whore. Yeah. <laughs> when all, when all the, the aliens started popping up in that yeah. in the it's, other egg. Um, yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> It just he's, seemed... He's egg um, TV. Egg TV, yeah. Um, it did seem like he like, Jesus didn't need to tell all of these things. It's just like... No, but He uh, was Gamora fucking digging and- a grave and he was just like, oh, I killed your mum. Oh, no, yeah, I would have no. fucked all these other bitches. But- oh, yeah. Did I mention that I can also be... Uh, Night Rider, if you want me to be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's fucking. Uh, <laughs> but Gamora and Nebula found the graves of all of his other, yeah, children. But he, they never said any of that. But they ran he, and told it. Like when they arrived at the battle, he was like, "We just found a fucking grave." Yeah, yeah. But like he could have said anything. He mm-hmm. didn't need to say, "Oh yeah, I was fucking all these bitches, man." Mm. Your mum was just one. <laughs> so one one pet peeve that I didn't want to touch on before but want to touch on real quick right now is how did everybody feel about how long is smooth two hours 15 minutes about that yeah all right so just uh, for anybody who wants to see star lord gamora and drax in action scenes get ready for about 25 minutes of the film about yeah. the l- if that <laughs> the final battle yeah not much fighting happened uh in the first 
10 minutes, there's a lot of battle. And then you get a lot of film. It's talking. Of talking. But then the last battle went for fucking ages. That was a really mm. long fight sequence. And you had, then again, you the, had, f- the first battle was quite <clears throat> long as well. And yeah. you had Ego as well as um, the gold people as well. That's name escaped me. So you had the two fights of the battle. I really don't like the gold people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did think it was that. really cool that their that their sort of their little scavenger ship was sort of breaking down and Yondu plugs like the wires or uh, Nebula plugs the wires into it and then the fucking lasers just explode everywhere and I'm like, that would have been a cool relationship to develop on and Guardians Three is Nebula and Yondu. Having those because Yondu is part mech because he's got the fucking the Mohawk that's mechanical mech. But is he? Yeah. Or, because the other guy could use it too. Mm, yeah. Because he, oh, he yeah he did yeah in the end credit scene. But because he might just have a that would have been cool to have Mohawk the dug out of his head just to, <laughs> just slot just it in. to slot it in nicer. I need it flush. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool to have the the sort of the little relationship that was shown there build in Guardians Three, but you you can't do that now. True. That's true. I would, I would have just, I would have been just as happy for him to survive. Mm. Really, I think. Should we move um, on? I've got one more thing. One more. One more. One. Thing. One more <laughs> thing. Um, we need to wrap it up. Jackie, we've been going for nearly two hours. Really? Yes. All right. Yes, are we? All right. One more thing. Teen group gonna happen or not? No. No. I, I really movie, hope not. The no. movie is four years before current Marvel time. So, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is four years. Do we know when three is going to be set there? No, but the Guardians will be in Infinity yeah. War. Doesn't mean three is not going to be set before the that. The Guardians will be back. Mm. Um, I hope not, because I was like, eh, it's not going to be the same. I'm calling it now, though. If he does rock up as Teen Groot, because you might, you know, Groot might age like a normal person. We don't know that. We don't know how long, True. how quickly Groot ages. He's a baby Doctor still. Strange will fucking age him with his Eye of Agamotto. You're very confident in that. Because yeah, it's a yeah. fucking smart idea. <laughs> like, Groot, Groot explodes. They find this thing. The this is the second time I've heard you on the podcast, yeah. and like the third time I've heard you say it. Groot explodes, like fucking Thanos blows him up. They find the stick that's him, and they just go, Whoop, back you go, Whoop, back you go. It would make sense. Yeah, but, it would. but then you can't do it too many times. You just need to find a woman who is pathetic. Like you. Wow. I'm getting married. <laughs> shots, You're not. Shots fired. I just wanted to use the sound clip. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you have a best moment? One quick best moment. Start. The very start? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The group dancing. By far. The group dancing opening scene, credit scene, was fucking amazing. Mm. I'm probably going to pick a scene that's quite small, but I laughed quite hard, is when uh, Kurt from Gilmore Girls tries Yondu's mohawk and he hits Drax with it. And Drax just, ah! <laughs> he's going, he's screaming for a while as oh, well. It's one of the post-credit scenes. Yeah, yeah the yeah, post-credit yeah. scene, I laughed my fucking ass off because Drax has just got that like complete blank scream and it's going for a while and he's like, ah! and just runs. Alright, fellas, so we have to give Guardians a review. Who wants to go first? Who knows what they're giving this? As an alcoholic beverage, what are we giving this for a review? I'm going an espresso martini. Ooh, fancy. Because it's delicious. <laughs> because Gives that. me a little bit of an energy kick, but I wouldn't drink it all the time. Fair enough. I like as, that. Much, as often as I want. That. Mr. Johnson? I'm going to go a bright, a colourful cosmopolitan. Are they colourful? Yes, they're pink. Yes, they're colourful. <laughs> yes 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we keep yeah. doing obscure Simpsons quotes. So hold on. Um, yeah, Cosmopolitan. Just because it's bright, it's colourful, and it's fun. It's sweet. It's it's like a good drink. It's a good drink. It doesn't hit as hard as it could in terms of alcoholic value. But at the end of the day, it's a fun drink. You're not going to not enjoy it. Right. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Go on. Uh, Come on, Diddy. I'm going to give this... I thoroughly enjoyed this film, and what do you think I'm going to give this? This is my Calorin fucking... milk? <laughs> this is my fucking... What is it? Mark Holden, the swing arm or whatever. It's a white Russian. I love you this. You pretty much called it, Tom. Glue <laughs> <laughs> with milk with vodka. Uh, yes, I'm giving it a white Russian. I, I love this film, and I, you know how much I love a white Russian. Did you like it more than first? Yes. I did as well. I liked it more than the first as well because I rewatched the first one and yeah, I you was hated like, Rocket. I actually totally <laughs> coming out of it. I reckon I did coming out of it. Yeah. I reckon I did. A lot of people are saying it. it's really good, but it's not as good as the first. And I rewatched the first one. and I was like, actually, I think it's better. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, one last thing before we wrap up this episode. Yes, we are starting to go over time, but in front of us, center screen. Yes. For those watching on the YouTube channel. Yes. Um, we have several items. Several items right there. And that is our Guardians of the Giveaway. Guardians of the Giveaway? Guardians of the Galaxy Giveaway. No, Guardians of the Giveaway we Galaxy. Should've, <laughs> we should have called it Guardians of the Giveaway. We should have called it Guardians of the Giveaway. Yep. Hindsight is a hell of a thing. Yes. Thank you, Captain Hindsight. <laughs> So, we have the major prize winner is getting a copy of Guardians of the Galaxy on Blu-ray, a Star-Lord, a Star-Lord Guardians of the Galaxy vinyl pop. The issue number one of Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel Now comic book. Great place to start. And awesome mix volume one. And also this beautiful Star-Lord figure. Fuck <laughs> off, you ain't getting that. Uh, runner-up prize, we'll get a copy of the Awesome Mix Volume 1. Yes. So, pretty... That's a fucking awesome soundtrack. It has it's a my great car, soundtrack. I love listening to it. And I'm going to get the second one now. Doesn't matter if you get the first or the second or... Even... Thank you for entering, for those of you that did enter. Yes, and yes thank you like, very much. Yes. Live on our podcast, not so live because you're not listening live. We're going to draw our winner and runner-up. This weekly theme, this week's weekly theme. <laughs> Let's say this giveaway. Right. This first, this is our so first. this is our runner-up first? The mic, Are we doing the runner-up first and then the winner? I think that's the best way to do it. Runner-up first. Runner-up first? All right. All right, so. All right. The runner-up is. And who will be getting Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack is. Ollie Oxley. Well done, Ollie Ooh. Oxley. Well done, Ollie Oxley. We would ship it to you, but you come back next month. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I believe he's overseas. Mm. So, yes. Congratulations, Ollie. Shall we go for the final? The man. All woman. All woman. Sexist motherfucker. Anyway, ready? Don't try my old Ian, because your mic will drop again. Alright, All right. and the winner of this is getting the comic, the soundtrack, the vinyl pop, and the Blu-ray copy of Guardians of the Galaxy! It is Chris Brayton! Woo! Brayton! Oh, yeah! Woo! <laughs> 
The crowd goes wild! <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Ollie. You've gotten yourself a copy of Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mix Volume 1. Fucking it sick is soundtrack. fucking rad soundtrack. Yes. And Chris, you have gotten yourself a vinyl pop, a Guardians of the Galaxy vol- first film on Blu-ray, the album, and the first comic book. Congratulations! Congratulations! We'll be in contact to get your details, aka Ollie. You'll get it when you come back. <laughs> <laughs> but that wraps up episode twenty-seven. Guardians of the Galaxy review. There will be no minisode next week because we are coming back for a special Star Wars episode. Very special. This time next week. Get excited. We're not going to give too much away. But just in case, <laughs> you never know. Yes. Um, yes, it's going to be a crazy episode. We've got a lot planned. Mm. It's going to be a lot There's going to be costumes. There's I'm gonna excited be lasers. for it. There's going to be smoke. There's going to be foyer. There, there may or may not... <laughs> not quite. There may or may not be the return of the infamous quiz. There may or may not be. <laughs> may or may not be. <laughs> but I am... Cha- it could happen. Me and Fuzzy are the champions. Yes, you are. Unfortunately. All right. So thank you for listening for the new listeners. Uh, we do hope you've enjoyed us. If you have an episode suggestion for us, you want to hit us up for Q&As, you want to hit us up for anything at all, you can find us on Facebook at Shaken Not Nerd. You can find us at Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Shaken Not Nerd. That is all one word on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram at Shaken underscore not underscore nerd underscore pod on Instagram. And the Gmail is Shaken underscore not underscore nerd. No, no it's not. Nope. No, it's it is not. not. It is Shaken Not Nerd Pod. And what is one the. One word at gmail.com. The Snapchat. It is Shaken Not Word. Shaken not word. That's oh, a, oh, we, damn it. That's a we, good pun. We've we <laughs> just got a hold. Cross oh, oh. And you can find us on Scrabble at Shaken not word. <laughs> Fuck! Why don't we do that with Who Spoke the Puns Play Alive? Gave a Scrabble with a Shaken not word. Oh, that's genius. Oh, We're gonna come up with some kind of pun Scrabble game somehow. We'll crossover, come up with our crossover own with game. Oh, that that was Shaken not nerd or one word. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us this week. Ian, try and shoot out the camera with your last bolt of lightning. See you later, guys. I've been Ian Huge Footlong Johnson. I have... Go on. Uh, No, you didn't even... Go on. I have been the duty. I'm Tom. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Saladas. Stop stealing my Saladas. I was tired of my my baby. baby. We'd been together too long. Like a worn-out recording of a favorite song. <laughs> so while she lay there sleeping, breaking shit. Shaking, not nerd. Yeah, shaking, not nerd. With Tommy and Aunt Duty. Haven't you heard all the pop culture, the games, and the movies? Are so much more fun drinking dry martinis, shaking not nerd. Watch out!
Be careful not to choke on your aspirations, Director. Those did enjoy a good squeeze.